the sound of fun. Yeah. I'm in the mood for love. Woot, woot. What is it again? Woot, woot, or woot, woot. Woot, woot. Woot, woot. Is there a T at the end of that? I don't know how it ends. What? Is it a T or a P? I don't know. Woot, woot. Woot, woot. What do you think is a better representation of the sound of fun? Woot woot or the Puerto Rican parade, uh, that, <laughs> those horns? That woot woot. That's got to be it. <laughs> we, yeah, we went down to the Puerto Rican parade and the guy goes, that's the sound of fun. And I was like, oh, okay. That's what fun sounds like because Lord knows I don't know. Oh, I've been that's handed kind of annoying, a note. Actually, fun. We got word from an official juggalo. It's whoop with a P. Whoop, 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 whoop. What have the juggalos been doing during pandemic? Oh, no, yes, oh yes, but safely, of course, the juggalos. (laughs) Whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, I was just uh, sitting here listening to a. I was whoop, listening. Whoop. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of fun for me. <laughs> God, I, w- I was. Uh, I, this is really gross. I don't know if people can deal with it, but I think it's important to say I was so appreciative. You know, uh, one of the things I've learned, you know, I've been journaling. Robin bought me a pen and I have these journals and I even have a specific kind of paper I like and I have certain kind of inks I like. I'm very into it. And, you know, I, they, they do this thing, gratitude journaling. And I watch all these different women online. It seems like journaling is a thing women do. Um, not a lot of guys do it. Well, and men call it something else if they do it. Yeah, they, they try to <laughs> they try to make it more masculine. I could see why. I watch uh, this woman her 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 site called Adventure Denali, and then I watch another girl. She's overall adventure because she wears what? overalls. Overall adventure is a very cute thirty one year old girl who's a school teacher. She's so lovely uh, and, quite frankly, kind of hot. Uh, what is the adventure thing? There's Adventure Denali and then yeah, all Adventure? What's that? Oh, I was completely consumed. I was like, who came first, Adventure Denali or Overall Adventure? And who's ripping off who? Because they have exactly <laughs> the same thing. They talk about journaling and the books they love to read. They're wow. almost the same person. The two of them should marry each other. <laughs> but uh, overall adventure and adventure Denali, I watch them. And uh, I'm now into adventure Denali. And she talks about all her journals and she loves to read and she loves her journals. And she journal- She even shows you what she writes in her journals. And it's all this stuff about like, I, this is when I fell in love with my husband and I have love letters and this is my appreciation. So I said, wow, you know, these people, and now I see why guys don't journal because my journal was like this. They say, write down what you appreciate. And I said, what do I really appreciate? I said, there's a couple of things in life aside from, you know, Beth and you, Robin, or the kids. I, um, I found myself writing about my Toto toilet. And what I wrote was, <laughs> I really appreciate the Japanese people who invented Toto Toilet. It has, it has, I don't even want to say it transformed my life. 
but I'm going to say that. It, it improved my life to the point that I don't know what I'd do without it. If it didn't exist anymore, I'd be really bummed. Like, I don't think I'd want to go on. Like, if because, it breaks, if the we go, uh, you know, if something happens and we lose all electricity. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm fucked. Because here's the thing. Like, I wrote about it. I made a movement the other day. And I've, I've tried to... This is in your journal. <laughs> yes. I said, my movements have been really good since I went on Metamucil. They're fluffy and big. They're, in fact, they're so big, every time I look at it in the bowl, I go, this would have been great duty fluffy. for the... Yeah, fluffy. It would be great duty for that George Clooney stunt where, you know, where he put the human duty in the litter box and the guy thought right, his cat right, had made right. that big a duty. <laughs> this I, would be I, great in the litter box. Yeah. <laughs> But what I'm taught, this is what I wrote in my journal. I said, the reason I'm grateful is not, yes, I'm grateful to Metamucil for giving me fluffy, easy to, easy to produce duties. But what's so great about Toto is the secondary and tertiary duties that come out of me when I shoot the water up my ass. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, you asked <laughs> what I write in my that. journal. <laughs> what? Once, once I'm done, I can feel things still in there. And I used to have to take my finger with tissue, you know, with toilet paper and poke in there and pull out stuff because I want to be clean. This is all well, in the journal? I can't yeah. wait for somebody oh, yeah. to find this when they <laughs> land on this planet. Oh. <laughs> I'm leaving these journals to my children so they really get to know the real me. And uh, I, I was like, oh, my God. Let me describe this device to you. And, and you know what? People save up for cars. And I know what you're saying. You're saying, gee, this is like a rich guy thing, this Toto toilet, because it's more expensive than a toilet. It shoots water up your ass. But here's the thing. I think it's more important than the invention of the car in some ways. That, that, well, that, Howard, that, now you're going too well, far. Well, well, wait. This is what, <laughs> you asked me what was in my journal. This is what I wrote down because I said, when the, the water hits my butt and I relax my sphincter, all of a sudden, things gurgle down there, and another second duty comes out, and a third. And they're smaller, but not, you know, but sizable. So really? that means, and I always go, that was all up my ass. That would have been in there, lodged in there all day. It would have made me itchy. That, that was in the chamber. It was in it. <laughs> but the only way to get it out is through water, water power. It's like you never see these water picks they blow the plaque out of your teeth yeah it, it, it's blowing the this plaque your, out of my asshole yeah <laughs> this is your toto water pick and i get up and i wipe just with regular tissue no more baby wipes and everything is so clean back there there you can't poke you could poke your finger so far up my ass robin which i wish you would and you'd see you would see there's nothing it's you clean could eat your, off it. you could eat <laughs> off your finger you wouldn't even need to wash your hands in fact, what we're going to do on tomorrow's show, I don't think I can do it today. <laughs> you're going to stick your finger up my ass, and you're going to eat. And you're going to see, you're not going to get any dysentery or anything. You're going to love it. So this is what I wrote in my journal. But I, when they, when, when adventure, uh, overall adventure, she's so cute. She wears overalls in every video. And she's hot, and she's a school teacher. And I'm like, I, if I had had a school teacher. What grade teacher, is she teaching? I don't know, but if I had had a school teacher like overall adventure, I would have been embracing my handwriting. You know, my handwriting bothers me. I want beautiful yeah. handwriting. In fact, I have an appointment with a handwriting expert who's going to teach me 
even at this late stage in my life, how to improve. You're going to try to master it. I am. I am want to constantly improve. When I die, I'll be perfect. And <laughs> I, I wrote in my journal about this Toto toilet because they say, even in, they say a writing prompt, write about what you're grateful for. And I thought about it. Well, you are. I think I am. a little too graphically describing why you're but grateful. It's the secondary thank and tertiary movements that come out that are so mind-blowing. I sit there on that pole and I go, oh, my God. But I don't ever oh want to hear you complain again about people taking enemas or colonics or whatever, because that's all they're trying to do is get everything out. Yeah, but, but this is different, and I'll tell you why. I'm not sticking a tube up my ass. The water is natural. <laughs> In my mind, you know, I'm thinking of becoming. Water coming through that tube. I was like, I should, I should really start my own YouTube channel, like these women, and do my journaling, and then like, like I'll do, they do flip throughs to show you their journals, and it'd be like, oh, oh, this is where I wrote about my duty. Uh, hi, this is a uh, anal Denali. Uh, Are you going to provide uh, pictures? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah. It's video. What's the matter with you? <laughs> no, I meant, you know, like in your journal. Like, do, do you give examples of these fluffy? No, no, no. Your best. That, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. That would be gross. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you're gross. Uh, overall Adventure's recent post that I watched was 22 journaling ideas for 2022. She says, like, stare at a pine cone and write about it. I'm like, fuck that. I'm staring oh at my, my. duty. Wait, yeah. she, she, is this overall Denali, the teacher? Uh, over, no, overall adventure. Oh, oh both, overall both. adventure. I'm just an thinking of the adventure right out of it. <laughs> I'm an adventure Denali. They each have like about a thousand followers, but they're, they're all like excited about it. In fact, all, Adventure Denali is thinking of monetizing her YouTube site. She wants to. Have well, you know what? I just saw a term for that. Mm. They are called nano influencers. Well, they are she, because like uh, I take all my cues from and like I buy a lot of stuff because of Adventure Adventure Denali. Like I bought my um, Leuch term uh, uh, journals. I buy paper that she likes. I, you know, whatever she likes, I try. I trust her. <laughs> Same with overall adventure. Even with her 1,000 followers. See, she's nano. Oh, overall adventure has 38,000 subscribers. Adventure Denali has 17,900 subscribers. I can tell why. Why? Overall adventure is like Adventure Denali won't show you the inside of her journal. She's all uptight about it. Oh. Overall adventures will show you. Like she's her journal is so lame. That she's willing to show you the whole thing because it's like all stupid shit she writes in there. But I love it because I want I need to see what she people sounds like write she'd be journals. a great friend for Sal. Well, uh, look at a look at a pine cone for an hour oh, and then write oh, about all her shit is like Sal. <laughs> but I, I look at her and I go, what a great teacher she would have been because she has such a love of reading. And when she talks about reading and the books she reads, I'm almost thinking of reading some of her books she reads. <laughs> but I don't know if I'm going to go that far. We'll see what happens. But. It's funny I if I started giving up on uh, all of those journal girls that you had been watching. No, 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 no. I just don't talk about it a lot because it's embarrassing. Because you know, while guys are watching football, I'm watching Adventure Denali and Overall Adventures. <laughs> I don't, I'm very feminine that way. You know, I'm 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 gender fluid. Uh, I'm a they. I'm a they. All right. You yeah. think you're a they? 
Yeah, look at me. I'm watching Adventure Denali and Overall Adventures. There's got to be some girly thing about me. I, mean, I should be watching football. I should have been watching the you're, Jets. You're not fully he. You must be a they. Yeah, because uh, I got to be a they. Because uh, why was I not watching the Jets get their ass kicked in the, in the lamest of ways by Tom Brady? You know what I mean? Well, I but, think you um, can do that and still be a, a he. I watched the football game. We got into yeah. it. You might be a they also, from what I could see. <laughs> yeah, I've watched almost all of. Uh, it's really weird. I want. I would. I am so curious, and this is the oddity that is me. I'm consumed with who came first. Like, Adventure Denali. Let's say she came first. All of a sudden, there's another girl who pops up, who's a school teacher, who goes, "I'm." overall adventure and you're like fuck you overall adventure yeah and overall adventure I trademark oh, my name the overall, overall adventure comes along <laughs> overall adventure has a post now about her typewriter because she's into typewriters not computers and oh. and and adventure denali it writes about her typewriter all the time she even has a special space for her typewriter and and I'm sure whoever came first is like, wait, fuck you, typewriter. I mean, how many people are into typewriters? Fuck you. I mean, like, that was my thing. And I mean, it's almost the same exact influencer website, which I love because I'm into this kind of thing. I watch journaling but, you know, videos all day. If she's got, uh, if she, if Adventure Denali came first, right. and then overall Adventure took over, yeah. wouldn't that be horrible? Because she's only got what? Well, 17,000 yeah. or 38,000? You know who that's like. It's like poor Phil Donahue from Oprah. That's exactly Phil, what it made me think of, yes. Phil Donahue developed a brand new format. It was unbelievable. It was mind-blowing. Oprah comes along and says, fuck you, I'll just do it better than you. <laughs> I don't have to do anything new. I can just do this yeah. better than you. <laughs> but I realized, like, my journal about duty... You know, I could have a whole duty journal just about each movement, pretty much. That's all you're grateful for <laughs> outside of me and Beth? And the well, kids. yeah, I mean, and the kids, of course. But, uh, yeah, because I was marveling at this thing that, like, okay, my body thinks this is why the human body is so fucked up. My body was like, okay, you're done making a duty now. Wipe up and get out of here. But no, my body wasn't done. It needed water shot up my ass to get two, two almost little mini movements coming out. And I'm, when I say mini movements, it slides right out. Well, let me ask you something because Mr. Natural. <laughs> but you got to relax your sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> the, the caveman did not have a toto toilet. No, I think they went down to the, the, the rocky shore and, and dipped their ass in water. <laughs> Until things moved. I don't know what was happening back then. But, you know, that's <laughs> yeah, what, that's what bothers me. A newspaper. You bring up a great point because that's what bothers me. I'm like, wait a second. This world really wasn't meant to have Toto toilets. It's a man-made yeah. invention. And yet it's totally necessary for the human anus to have water squirted <laughs> up it after each movement. Do you it think really your is. cats have incomplete movements? Yeah, I know they do. Because, oh, like, my, do? my, yeah. I've done a study of this. My cat Mushu, sometimes I have to brush her asshole because she has long hair and there's all kinds of remnants because she can't even shit properly. You know what I mean? Like shit gets caught back there. I'm sure of it. Where's her dodo toilet? Exactly. 
So I'm grateful for this Toto toilet to the point that I wrote about it in my journal. I was like, I need something to write about. Because Adventure Denali, not Adventure, overall Adventure told me in her, in her lesson, 22 things to journal about. She was like, look out the window and just write about your immediate surroundings. And I'm like, nothing, nothing's happening out there except some fucking trees. <laughs> not if you're Sal. There's a whole life going on out there. Well, she's like Sal. Because <laughs> she got on the other day and she goes, oh, my God, journaling fans. I just read a book called The Secret Life of Trees. And you learn exactly what's going on with the trees. And I was like, you do? What do you mean? Are they let now? I, that's all I need to read that they have feelings and they're alive and they're and they're mad at us. I mean, I think everything on this planet's mad at us now. The trees are mad at us. So, I, I, you know, what can I tell you? I, I, I was grateful for my, 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 my Toto because I was like, my asshole would never know the completion that Toto affords me. Like, I, I sit there and I actually talk out loud to myself while it's happening. I go, I cannot believe I just had secondary and tertiary bowel movements. And you don't have initial. to move. You're sitting there and you can aim these things. No, no, no. wrong. Okay. I no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I uh, <laughs> I spread my asshole wide open over the water, shooting up. Oh, like in other words, I have to position it just properly so that it hits, like where I guess that brown eye. That, I'm imagining. Oh, yeah. I have to open everything up, and the water like kind of gets gulped up in there, like somebody <laughs> drinking water, and then it just re- and then when I release, you hear, and everything oh. comes out. Yeah. And you do that I wrote a couple about of times. Yeah, I wrote all of this down. <laughs> Stop well documented, Robin. I could mail it to you. <laughs> you don't In a beautiful this. hand he wrote. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, my handwriting's improving. You can really read it. It's legible. You know, a lot of people write in their journals uh purposely like chicken scratch so no one else could read it. Right. I don't want my words to be lost. I, I write <laughs> Like, I'm not totally honest in it, though. Like, there are things like, because I know someone would find my journal and so I keep it vague. Like, you know, I'm not going to write about people and stuff because, you know. You don't name names. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it would be weird. You know, people go, well, Adventure Denali says, well, you can burn after you write down everything and you have completed your journal, you can just burn it. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. The whole fun is to have, you know, my writings. <laughs> to leave something behind. Yeah, well, imagine if, uh, yeah, who's going to know about Toto if I don't write about it? And uh, and Frank, like, if she had burned her journals, we wouldn't know anything. That's right. But the journals are mundane. I mean, for the most part, it's like, hey, it's a rainy day. We took a walk. We, you know, you know, it's just, you're, you're, the idea is, according to these ladies, you're just supposed to write. It's the physical act of writing that just feels good. The tactile experience of the pen on the paper and your thoughts getting out. So that's what I do. And uh, I do like These it. And are a lot real of good stuff. Thoughts. Real thoughts. Real thoughts. And a lot of writing for the radio show comes up, quite frankly. So I, I have a, a rationale for doing it, even though most of it's nonsense and about my duty. You know, it's a whole journal of duty. I don't want Beth you to find it. You appreciate what you appreciate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed by it. I leave my journal out. I don't care who reads it. Go ahead and oh, read it. Oh, really? You you could just leave through your journal anytime? <laughs> yeah. You would have thought like a 12-year-old girl wrote my journal. It's like duty and my thoughts on The Bachelor. How could they pick him? 
Who would go out with him? He's a horrible person. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great, though, to publish my journal? Like, like Oh, this is what I'm thinking. And, this is your next book. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about it. But you see, I can't think like that or else it'll become a real book. I want That's it to right. be. The, then you, you're not just journaling. Yeah, I just want all my horrible thoughts, like, like you know, my duty logs. Did you write what you said, uh, you know, what you felt about Gary's gift in your journal? No, like that would be too personal to uh, Gary if someone found it. Yeah, and I, I, because I'm because I'm famous, I got to be careful what I write. I so it's not a true because they say you should write down every thought. Right. But I see. I see what overall adventure writes. Everything is positive. It's like. I love this guy. I love the world. I can't wait. These are my goals for 20, you know, 13 back in the day, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it's like these women don't have a negative thought. I have all I have is negative thoughts. They're lying. Right. You know, that's impossible that every thought is positive. But overall adventure is so cute. Like she's definitely a girl in high school. I would have been madly crushing on who would have ignored the fuck out of me. <laughs> and she would have been a good girlfriend for me because she's into all this shit. You know, but I just um, does she write with a fountain pen too? Uh, uh, overall uh, adventure, uh, of course. I won't watch anyone who doesn't write with a fountain. <laughs> she started out uh, journaling at thirteen or fourteen without a fountain pen. She used just a regular pen. I'm not interested in that. I see. Uh, as she got older, she evolved into a fountain pen. No, ask me anything. I can tell you about adventure Denali or. <laughs> And Adventure Denali's into playing the cello, and I don't watch those videos. I don't give a fuck about her cello. I don't care about her fucking dog and her, um, she has one of those fucking, like, rat things, like, uh, the, the one ferret. that- Ferret. She got a ferret. <laughs> I don't care about that. That's all bullshit. I don't care about her typewriter. I, I just care about journaling. You just wrote a song. I don't care about- Yeah. Her yeah, that's a dog. Song. I don't care. Everything. I yeah. just want. <laughs> you know what the name of that song is? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about the cello. I don't care about her ferret. <laughs> I don't care about her typewriter. Yeah. I don't care about her breaking in her new hiking boots. She did a whole video on breaking in her new hiking boots. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I come here for journaling advice. I don't care about hiking, boo. I'm not hiking anywhere. I just care about her journal, her journal in me. <laughs> Overall Adventures has some pretty good. She's got, um, she has a video. I defy you to watch it. It's called My Entire Journal Collection. She sits on the steps with over 75. I, th I think it's like seven, 75 journals that and she flips through every single one of them and some of them are mind-numbingly boring but <laughs> i watch it i watch it after i get off you the know, air you i think go you, you think you're crushing on her and then the reality is she's gonna have you looking at those 75 journals if you come over oh my god i think beth the other day got jealous of overall adventure i go honey look how cute overall adventure is because because she sees me eating lunch and she hears this woman talking about her journal she uh -huh. goes what do you want you're having beth lunch is, with overall adventure yeah. and she goes, what do you do i go look at this girl i found online she wears overalls and she's overall adventure and she writes about journaling and pens and beth comes over and looks she goes yeah she's cute you know and, and then like a day later she sees me listening to overall adventure she goes you should have married overall adventure. 
I go, I just might. You better behave yourself. <laughs> I think Beth's jealous of overall adventure. Well, Meanwhile. you're actually, yeah, it, it, having dates with her. Well, <laughs> they're eating your lunch and watching her. Well, I'm in love with Beth. I mean, she has nothing. To, first of all, Beth is 10 times hotter than overall <laughs> adventure. I told her that. I said, you're 10 times hotter than overall adventure. She goes, yeah, but she's into everything you're into. That's right. You got all these common interests. Yeah. I do. I do wish overall adventure was my friend. And I wish that I could call her with my questions about journaling. You're not, you know, you're not serious. Yeah. I'm dead serious. What do you mean? I'm not oh serious. My goodness. I wish well, I was could friends. do that. You know, you could do that. I know, but it could be, I think Beth would be angry if I became best friends with overall adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really, you know, aside from you, because, you know, like you're kind of like grandfathered in because we've always been together. There's not too, I'm not really, I don't think, not that I'm not allowed, but it'd be weird if I was calling a woman, you know. Right. It it just wouldn't go down well. So well, if I you became, can't have like an intimate relationship. Right. With right. a woman. Right. Because you have an intimate relationship with a exactly. woman. Exactly. And if Beth was calling some dude, it, would, it wouldn't it wouldn't last. Things would come to a head. <laughs> it wouldn't work. So I, I respect that. I don't want her calling some dude, like overall, you know, overall adventure the dude. <laughs> so I'm not calling overall adventure. I'm so. shocked that you really want to do that. That's, oh, I wish you would do it because you'd be out of it in 10 seconds. Now, overall adventure in her video, my entire journal collection, she lined up all of her journals on a step. All 16 years placed on her steps in, in chronological order. The video is one hour long. I'm only about 25 minutes into it because I can only watch it in stages. It's mind numbing. Can this woman's uh, students see this nonsense? <laughs> I think I. Th I don't know what's going on, but I think I think she's on leave or something. Oh, you know okay. I, mean? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what went down. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But boy, I, I mean, I just imagine if I had had a teacher like that who had such an exuberance for, you know, writing and reading. But you know what's kind of a bummer? She named herself Overall Adventure, so she now has to wear a different pair of overalls for every video. Right, she's, she's got stuck. quite. A, and she's, yeah, she's boxed herself into a corner because I would like to see her in different outfits already than, you know, Yeah, this overall. is why you better not contact her. See, now you want to dress her. <laughs> I'm like, hey, what about uh, dropping the overall motif and maybe why don't we like go a... your bedroom and you do a fashion show for me? Yeah, maybe a titty outfit. <laughs> <laughs> overall adventure averages five notebooks a year. And now she's writing in a um, A6 notebook, which is a small notebook, which shocks me because I have trouble. I've been trying to do that, but the small notebook, my hand feels cramped. Why do you need a small notebook and why would that be of interest to you? Because these women get like, they get, they seem to like to condense, you know, you know what I mean? They like just different size notebooks. It, 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 it changes it up for them. They, they, it's mm. not clear why they, they they just want different setups for their everyday journaling. It, it makes it fun. 
And sometimes they okay. decorate their journals, and sometimes they don't decorate their journals. And and uh, there's this whole thing about whether you should decorate your journal or not. Like, seems like Adventure Denali loves to decorate her journal, but overall Adventure just likes to write in her journal. And I think overall Adventure thinks she's a better person because she just writes in hers. Like, she's hardcore. It's a whole thing. Right now, I'm decorating my journal a little bit with my glue sticks. Uh-huh. And, uh, like your you know, glue sticks. Yeah. Oh, you gotta have, how are you gonna, how are you gonna, you sent me a card the other day. I glue sticked it into my journal. Oh, wow. You're in it. Yeah. You sent me a beautiful note on the holidays. Remember I was moved by your note? Yes. Yeah. Made it into my journal. Wow. I, I glue sticked it. Yeah. Oh, you're in there. You're quite prominent. <laughs> you fucking hit a home run with that letter. Wow. You're right next to my duty log. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I, mean, I I I now am just I'm I'm done. I've I've managed you, to do yeah. everything. <laughs> I made no. it into the journal. <laughs> no, in fact, I think about you a lot. I, was, I the other day I was spraying water up my asshole with my cheeks spread, <laughs> and I said, you know, I got to put Robin's card in my journal <laughs> right after I write about this. You know, oh, I'm pretty goodness. much quarantined. I'm one of those idiots that uh, I ain't leaving my house till this whole thing's over. So. I got well, a lot you of see, time. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg now has COVID. Yeah. Did you see that? Of course she did. Yeah, I, I believe it. I, I see her running around. I see her on the view. What do you think? Of course she's going to get it. <laughs> but uh, J- uh, Jimmy Fallon, he got it. Y- yeah, I saw that. I saw that. But of course he runs around. I see him. I know him. He lives out here. He wants to run around with you. You better stay away oh, yeah. from him. Every day. I can't. I need to see you. How am I going to see you? I go, I don't need to see you. That's the problem. You're a great guy. Don't get me wrong. I like Jimmy. He was fucking more talented guy than him. You'll never find with the impressions. And he'll sit at your dinner table and fucking do impressions. I, go, I, I swear to God. I said to, I had Jimmy Fallon over my house for dinner. And I said, Jimmy, when you do Jerry Seinfeld, it's better than Jerry Seinfeld. So, you know, most people be like, thank you. And then they wouldn't do it unless they're getting paid. Right. Said, right. Hey, hey, this is Jerry right <laughs> And we just sat like Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner. I asked him questions and he was Jerry Seinfeld and he answered <laughs> like Jerry Seinfeld. And I said, do you think there could be a day where you'd come on my radio show and just be Jerry Seinfeld for the whole day and answer my questions? And I never got a, a clear answer if he would be willing to do it, but you guys would love it. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon's a people pleaser. Like, he wants to please people. He wants to make oh, them yeah. laugh. So I said, there's nothing funny. I wish I'd had a tape recorder going. He was loose as a goose. He was, he was, it was, he was Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> and I even asked him, like, Monday, I go, Jerry, like, what, what are you going to do tomorrow? Oh, I'm going to the club and then I'm, uh, I'm going to rehearse and I'm going to ride on my yellow legal pad. It was like, uh, I was like, this is unbelievable. That's right. So let's not have Jerry in. Let's have Jimmy in being Jerry. <laughs> oh, no. Let's have Jerry and Jimmy in. Uh, Jimmy, Jerry. Jimmy, Jerry, and Jerry. <laughs> it was the most entertaining night I ever had. Wow. Yeah. A, a great dinner guest. Because he's not uptight. He's ready to jam. I, I read Mel Brooks' book. Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner used to go to parties. And that's how the 2,000-year-old man comedy bit got started, for those of you who know that bit. And they released albums and everything else. And I was like, fuck, Jimmy and I ought to release an album 
you know, two th- uh, Jerry Seinfeld meets Howard Stern for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> because it's entertaining. And Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner would just ad-lib in front of their guests. Yeah. You know. I would have been thrilled to be sitting in somewhere where I don't have to talk and Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner are developing a bit. Absolutely. I'd love it. Absolutely. What's better than that? I said, Jimmy, this stuff is gold, what you're doing right now. People need to hear this on my show, exclusively on Sirius XM. I'm going to convince him to do it if he lives from COVID. <laughs> he says he's huh. only having mild symptoms. It was like 2,000-year-old Seinfeld going well, on right in my Well, I was going to say, it would be better if you called it something else. Just sounds like Jerry. <laughs> I go, uh, Jerry. <laughs> You know, how, how's marriage? You know, like, oh, yeah, it's good. I love my wife. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it just was mind-blowing. And he had some funny answers. Not everything was even funny. It was Some of it was just very real, very philosophical. Right. Well, that make, makes it better because you yeah. don't know when the funny's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to sit and wait for it. And, and while you're waiting for it, you're hearing a dead-on Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I go, it's time to take this act on the road. And, uh, you know, I seem to be a good uh, straight man for him, like, like Albert and Costello. You know, I was like leading Albert down some good. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that, that, you'd ever heard Albert and Costello? That was a, a comedy team that preceded Albert and Costello. Wow. I didn't know yeah. about Costello working with an Albert before. Albert. No, we didn't, we didn't sound like Abbott and Costello, if that's what you thought I said. <laughs> no, we sounded like Albert and Costello. Ah! <laughs> 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 yeah, we were a regular Albert and Costello. <laughs> it was great. But, um, yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Good comedy. So, uh, yeah, so that's what I did mostly over vacation. I got obsessed with these these gals who journal and their overall adventure and... Uh, and uh, Adventure Denali, but I've pretty much consumed all advent- Adventure Denali's material, and now I'm really into overall adventure. Oh, really? There are a limited number of posts you can actually yeah. get through everything? Yeah, I consume these rather fast. Oh. And yeah. these are the only two journalists, not journalists, but Oh, no, there's a lot. There's one woman with really chubby hands. She never shows herself. And I'm like, I wonder how fat she is. I follow her. <laughs> and she's just like some fat old broad who sits home all day and is consu- She has like nine journals going at once. And like, even oh. for me, that's too much. I'm like, I have one journal What's at a time. The, like they're different subjects. She goes, goes from. It's bullshit. It's all yeah, bullshit. How she's like, you do that? This journal is for my church group. And, um, I mean, how sweet she's in a church group. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Wait till she dies and finds out she ain't going anywhere. But anyway, oh. she's got a whole journal for her, you know, Jesus. Uh, her, she has a whole journal for her church group, let's say. And then she goes, mm-hmm. whenever I hear a good quote from my church group, I write it in here. I haven't written anything in it yet. She's had this journal for like seven years, but it, she carries it around Nothing with her. Like interesting has come out of that group yet. No, be, because these women, they all just want to have lots of thick journals. They buy uh-huh. covers for them and they decorate them, but they really have nothing to write about because they're a bunch of bores. You know what I mean? Like there's, you know, right. journaling going on. Yeah. Journaling gets sad if you're really chubby and ugly. You know what I mean? It's like, it's very difficult. Uh, it seems a little more fun when these young gals with, a, with you know, their overalls are a little more exciting. 
But the chubby woman and has good information. And who determined that this woman is chubby and ugly? Maybe? I, no, I don't know if she's ugly, Cute. but yeah, she could be cute chubby. But uh, <laughs> and she doesn't clean her nails. This one, this other one, oh. I watched. So you see, all you see is her hands, and they're big and thick sausage fingers. At and least the, she the, should fix the hands. You know, like, oh no, a nice manicure. No, no, they they all journal so much. They have ink and all kinds of shit on their nails. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they like clip your nails for Christ's sake. You're, all we see of you is your nails. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, uh, but she's got good information. Like, like she has nine journals going and she shows you how to, you know, she set up her traveler's notebook and she has like, like the little skinny notebooks all bound within one notebook. And this one's for this. And this one's my, this is my weekly planner. This is my monthly planner. This is my long-term goal planner. She had planners for everything. And I'm like, geez, I'm not getting into that. That's crazy. I wonder how long she's. uh, It's crazy. Got this goal planning thing for. And has she completed any of these goals? She's sitting in a kitchen in Kansas. How many goals (laughs) do you think she fucking completed? All she does is write about her goals. She isn't actually going out and doing anything. Yeah. Does she travel? They just love talking about their journals. Some of them even call them names like 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 they're people it's kind of sad like, like like he's so like one woman got a new cover for her journal and she's like oh my god it's so he's so beautiful look at all these leather and um it's like their boyfriend and look at his leather it's spidering it's so beautiful and this is it looks like lightning in mine and each 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 journal cover is unique because it's leather and i love when they get worn in and this one is so worn in i mean it's wild stuff you know i'm you go down, here saying to myself why 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 (laughs) (laughs) i'm in it so i can't i can't i'm one of these people i get this is what i'm saying to myself well he's listening that's why i guess like i was watching overall adventure the cute 31 year old teacher and she um she says when she was in fourth grade she was nine years old and as opposed to most of my staff, who was about seventeen years old in the uh, fourth grade, but uh, <laughs> with, <laughs> she was with not. Beards. <laughs> I go, wait a second. I, th- I thought in fourth grade you're seventeen. <laughs> what did, I guess she never was left back. Uh, you mean yeah, she went she... straight through? <laughs> <laughs> my staff was like, "What do you mean?" Overall, Adventure's first journal was in fourth grade when she was nine years old. And she put a luck on it. She showed us. And uh, and she named the journal April and talked to her journal like it was another person. I was like, yow, wow, that's fucking heavy, you know. But she was popular because she's so good looking. She's always dating. She always had a boyfriend. And she loved high school. So that's when you know someone's good looking. Only people <laughs> who love high school are people who are good looking. You never meet an ugly person like me who liked high school. Ugly people like me were like, I got to get out of high school. You know, I got to get away from it. Like the world was going to be better. (laughs) Well, you know what it is? When you get out in the world, there's more ugly people than there are good looking people. So you're in the majority. Yeah. It's harder for those groups to get together. That's right. Yeah. I'm thinking of setting up a little YouTube channel where I can do my journaling and uh, maybe give advice now, now that I'm becoming an expert. Your adventure, who? Who you, uh, you know, or something adventure. What's your name? Big nose adventure <laughs> <laughs> for people with big noses. 
<laughs> but I like her hook. She always wears overalls, but it is getting a little old. And she has different color overalls on each time. I was going to say, she's... does she change them up or is it just yeah. blue overalls all the time? No, no. Like I saw green overalls and purple overalls. But she's cute, basically so. the same kind of overall or yeah. does she have different styles? She's also a yoga instructor. And I'm like, hmm, I'd like to see that. Like her doing some yoga. In a Maybe yoga there's another outfit. YouTube channel. <laughs> I don't know. I, I haven't delved. I haven't. I haven't dived that deep. Yeah. <laughs> what about incorporating your yoga outfit? The yoga <laughs> adventure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, I don't know. How I got on this, but I was. Yeah, I was grateful for my total toilet. The fucking thing is awesome. That water going up my ass. It's not even like it's like. It blows my mind what will come out of your ass if you just blow a little water up there. You don't ever feel like you're complete. You always feel like there's something left over. There are days, Robin, and I've written about this extensively in my oh, overall really? adventure. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I, that there are days I shoot, I always shoot water up there just to cleanse. And then, and I, and I feel complete. And then all of a sudden, like a belch occurs and a plop <laughs> comes out. And I'm like, where did this come from? I didn't even know this was up there. There are days I know a lot's going to come out on a second or or a third movement, but some but you days still the feel the need to do it even when you feel like oh absolutely you could just leave. No, no, I never feel like I should just leave. I know to shoot that water up. That's the part. That's the trick. And then they even have a um an, a hair blower for your for your asshole. But I don't have patience for that. I have to get back to my journal. Right now, what just, just happened? Dab and get out of yeah. There. I wipe. I, I wipe once just sitting down, and then I get up, and I spread my ass cheeks standing and wipe really well in there, get everything nice ass and dried cheeks. out. And then, of course, I wash my hands. Everybody got the picture? <laughs> yeah. Every, now you don't need to read my journal. Now you know what's in it. Oh, hey, George. Who's George Takei, everyone, oh. from Star Trek. He, uh, of course, was uh, Captain Sulu. Uh, how are you, sir? I, I'm doing well. You know, you've got me excited about this Toto toilet. I think I'm going to try it. I've got a blockage. Brad, I'm positioning my anus over the water stream. Brad, let her rip. Oh, oh, my. Oh, yes. Oh. Wait for it, Joe. Oh. It's going to come. Sweet Secondary. mystery of life, at last I found you. Turn it up, Brad. Set it to warp 10. Engage. Ah. <laughs> I'm having an asgasm. Sounds like you've got a fire hydrant in there. I don't know what that is. Does it take that much water? No, harder, Brad. Harder. Ah. It's pouring out of the... Oh, my old car keys. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Anyway, that's what I'm up to. Well, yes, I can't Kim. wait. How many journals do you have? Have one. you ever completed one? Yeah, I just completed one. It took me from, it took me seven months. I wasn't that into it. I mean, now I'm more into it. Now I'll do it quicker. All right. Mm. Now I write every dumb thing down. Like, even if I write, like, call Robin, I'll do anything. It'll just anything. <laughs> I just write it. Well, I've got to tell you, you, you know, you had mentioned this some time ago, and I noticed that Oprah, my girlfriend, 
Who's this? Is we'll somebody get to her. there? Somebody named Kim, but we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Uh, you were saying um, Oprah. Oprah has developed a journal. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know what? Oprah and I would have a lot in common, actually. Oprah and I would really be good friends. You know, if I was, you know, look, there were things about Oprah that bothers me. I told you, I think she's, for a wealthy woman who's a billionaire, she's too into the money grab, you know, the money grab. Because she's got so much money. Like, even the thing with Wade, well, here, I'll put Kim back on hold. Let me, you got me going now. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Here's my problem. Oprah. <laughs> I thought about this, about with Oprah. What Yes, Oprah what and I would be. What bothers you about Oprah? What bothers me about Oprah is this. It's the same thing that happened when she got the deal with satellite radio. They gave her $50 million, and it was kind of a loosey-goosey deal where they said, Oprah, we want you involved with satellite radio. Here's $50 million. Put together a channel. And Oprah was into it for like the first week. She was all excited. She showed up a couple of times on the radio. It was a new toy. And then she got sick of it. And then she created Oprah and Friends. And then she never even showed up anymore. It was like over. Yeah, and then it and became and the, friends. That's what it was. Yeah. And then it was Gail King yapping for four <laughs> hours. And you're like, oh, and then it would be like, Gail go, I think Oprah might call in today. And then Oprah wouldn't call in. Or, you know, you're waiting every day for Oprah to call in on the Gail King show. And it's just like, this is horseshit. It's bullshit. It was a money grab. You know, and I'm like, you know, yes, $50 million is life changing to any one of us. Anybody. But not to Oprah. For $50 million, don't sell your soul. Like, I could have made a bunch of merchandising deals, especially, you know, back in the 90s. Uh, and, I, you know, I was like, you know, I'm making a good... I wasn't making Oprah money, but I was making good money. Let's not bullshit each other. And I was like, you know what? I don't have to grab from the audience every fucking penny I can get. And, you know... I kind of felt bad for the satellite company. They, you know, they, they weren't making money and it was like, Hey, they gave her $50 million in the hopes that she would be involved with a good faith of her show. And then she was like, eh, fuck it. And she didn't have to give back the 50 million. She, she fulfilled the obligation mm -hmm. and that was it. And then, so, so like what bothers me is the same with Weight Watchers. Now, you know, first of all, it's a bit disingenuous. I see the TV commercials. They hide Oprah's body. There's one with The Rock. I saw this. You know what I'm talking about. The Rock is, you could see everything about The Rock. He's rippling in muscle and he's talking to Oprah about working out. Right. Oprah's on a, on a, on a treadmill. The entire lower body is completely hidden. She's wearing all black against a black background. So she looks like a floating head. <laughs> She's just a head. <laughs> yeah. And they put a shitload of makeup on her and they're just like, you know, hey, we know Oprah's fat. There's fucking no hiding it. It's like, remember when women used to get pregnant on TV? Right. And they, and every minute the woman would be walking in with, she's always carrying a box because they had to hide that big ass belly. She's carrying a box or standing behind a counter. There were lots right. of counters. <laughs> yeah. I remember on I Love Lucy, Lu like, 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 like Lucy was pregnant in real life, but her character wasn't pregnant. So they, you know, she'd come in, she'd walk behind the stove, she'd walk by. <laughs> That's what they're doing in these Weight Watcher commercials. I'm sorry. You know, and I don't hate Oprah, but let's be real. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real up in the field. <laughs> You know, like uh, Oprah on that treadmill in the rock commercial is equivalent to like Lucy walking in, holding the laundry basket. You know, she's got the big belly. 
And so, you know, they're trying to show you that Weight Watchers works. WW. Oh, it's not even, it's now WW. That's because, right. you know, in the time we live in, you can't say somebody should lose weight. It's, it's, WW stands for like good health somehow or world health or, you know, like it's all bullshit. No. Anybody who joins Weight Watchers wants to be thin. And in these commercials, and it's a series of them, there's one commercial, Oprah, all you see are her nose and eyes. She's got her computer open. She's sitting at her desk, and the computer's open. So she, all you see is her nose and eyes. And those, her nose and eyes do look thin. I'll be honest. She might as well be in a burqa. Why is well, yeah, they should, they should shoot it like just with her eyes showing through a cloth. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. And, and, and I know what's going on here. I, I was reading here, but maybe I got the facts. I was just reading this. You should, you should hear this, okay? I, I'm just saying. The company, which now goes by the initials WW, saw its membership shrink last year despite a forecast for growth. It was the first time in many years they lost membership year to year, according to a financial analyst. The company became WW in 2018 as part of a new slogan, Wellness That Works. It's not Weight Watchers, Wellness That Works. Ah. To focus on overall health, which is a joke. I'm not going there. I ain't eating Melba toast instead of a bagel so I can have overall wellness. Fuck that. Well, I want to be skinny. Well, they don't offer you the Melba toast anymore. I told no. you, Oprah says you can eat anything you want. Well, that's my point. <laughs> <laughs> She's the president of Weight Watchers. I am sure the Weight Watchers organization would like her to practice what she preaches. But then you go on her Instagram where she pretends that she's not the president of Weight Watchers. And she's eating two gigantic cheddar biscuits with fried chicken and two dipping sauces. It's like McDonald's on steroids. She's wolfing down her and that gale. And they ain't just wolfing down one of those sandwiches. Trust me. I see well, the thoughts on both of them. When the guy said, well, this one has this kind of sauce and that, I said, oh, he's expecting them to eat more than one. Oh, oh. They're supposed to eat more. Robin, this <laughs> looked like a buffet for 50,000 people. There was enough fucking, I mean, and if you saw this sandwich, it was the cheddar. Imagine this. Cheddar. She goes, cheddar. What? What does she call them? Cheddar. Not biscuit, cheddar. right? Yeah. Cheddar biscuits. She does that at home too. <laughs> yes, yeah, like she does like that. Yeah, you know, she really talks. She's not a phony. Cheddar biscuits. And I admit, if I was at Oprah's house and I was like, "Hey, look at this spread," I'd be thrilled to be eating that. I'd, I'd line up with all those African kids hanging out at her house. That's a crazy scene. I'm on her Instagram the other day. The African kids who stay with her. Uh-huh. When you when you come in, when you arrive at Christmas time, these kids break into song. I got to get to Africa. L- l- this is at Oprah's house. Like Gail King walked in. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's like Lion King happened. That is the yeah. That's Lion all the girls. <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> What's going on? I'd be like, uh, calm down, kids. Uh, please, it's embarrassing. I used to go to Nobu Restaurant, and you'd walk in, and then they go, they, they start, and I'm like, I, I called over the, um, the, the the girl behind the desk. I said, can you do me a favor and not scream and yell when I walk in? You know what I mean? At Oprah's, I'd be Oprah. Tell the kids to calm down. 
I'm just trying to be low key. I just want to eat my cheddar biscuits and get the fuck. You don't out want here. them singing to you when you no. walk in. No, I go to dinner parties. Nobody starts singing. <laughs> I mean, they're singing inside when they see me, but. Although I'm thinking of having the staff sing when I enter the studio when we get back to normal. <laughs> you guys and Oprah start starts, rehearsing. Then Oprah starts listing the foods that are going to be consumed. And I'm like, this is the president of the Weight Watchers. Yeah. 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 Slow cookable booty. Very <laughs> pear chicken. Very pear shrimp. Bunny chow. Sampin beans. Yellow rice. Well, we welcome the African girls to the table. I'm like, man. Where's the Melba toast? Where's did she mention a vegetable? I mean, has she ever? Seen I don't know. A <laughs> no one's for fucking around. That, that's for Weight Watcher losers. <laughs> At Oprah's house, we don't eat vegetables. We don't need no stinking vegetables. <laughs> and I don't know. I found it. I, I feel like Oprah's being worshipped at that house. Well, I think that Oprah's being worshipped everywhere now. I mean. She reminded me of uh, in Wakanda. She was like Black Panther. I mean, you know, yeah. wherever he went. Look, I mean, were... I remember when um, Apple was doing that thing where they were starting Apple TV. Yeah. And they were bringing all the stars of Apple TV. And, of course, <laughs> Oprah was in on that money grab, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and gave them the book club. <laughs> yeah, and, that worked out uh, well. Oh, my God. Everybody who saw Oprah on that red carpet, you know, from Reese Witherspoon on, they were like, Oprah, yeah. Oprah's here. Yeah, but, you know, getting back to this Weight Watchers thing, just for a second. Uh, the bottom line is the stock is down 30%. Oprah's quietly gone from being a 10% stockholder to just 2%. Oh, according- quietly. According to Very security filings. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, why do you, why join all these things and then kind of like be interested in them for a few minutes and then move on? I mean, it just fucks everything up for all these organizations. Yeah, these are business people who, you know, they're looking for longevity. Yeah. Anyway, I just think the ads are a little weird. Like that 2020 Super Bowl commercial where The Rock is talking to Oprah and, I mean, I could clearly see what the rock's physique looks like. I, it's kind of hard to see Oprah behind the treadmill and the dark sweater and everything else. <laughs> I mean, come on. Am I an idiot? I know what's going on. Not the best advertising, honestly. That's why the stock's gone down. You gotta have, you gotta have a front man who does this shit, who worships Weight Watch. Yeah, I don't know what the- Jenny Craig looks like, but she always got somebody to stand out there who looked the part. <laughs> Look. If I was the president of Weight Watchers like Oprah is, I wouldn't be on Instagram having cheddar biscuits. You can't do both. You got to decide who you're going to be in life. Now, personally, someone's going to be a Weight Watchers spokesman. It's me. I look like I just got out of uh, Biafra. (laughs) I'm completely emaciated. (laughs) I'm a good spokesman. Weigh my ass. I'm 6'5". I weigh 190. There's something wrong with that. Well, let me tell you, though, that because I I saw that, you know, because I like I said, I always look for that Oprah's favorite things list yeah. and get something. And so then I saw the, the journal and it's all about 
positivity and I guess acknowledgement mm. and appreciation. <laughs> yeah, that's my and thing. Oprah says that <laughs> yeah. if you do her journal for a year, you a year? will be a different person at the end of that year. Why do I know deep down inside Oprah doesn't do anything for a year? Like she <laughs> she gives up like Oprah I really realize gives up on everything. Walked away from her show. show. I mean, she did that for a long time. That she did, got rich, and I get it. When you're that rich, you you don't really want to, you know, it's, you're like, hey, maybe I should buy Weight Watchers, and you buy it, and then you lose interest in two weeks because your life's great. I don't need to do this. What am I doing this for? Why am I starving myself? I want easy cheddar biscuits. (laughs) Yeah, I want cheddar, I got a guy who's going to make me my own cheddar biscuit. I'm going to fly on a chef from Haiti. Um, You know. So anyway, let me just finish this. I got you the journal. Oh. But Oprah can't even get this journal to you on time. Oh, really? Like, I ordered this in November, and I think I'm getting it in February. Yeah, you keep it for yourself. I I don't want it. No, no, I I don't want this journal. Because (laughs) I am very particular about the journal I keep. It's got to be the right. I'm sure it's on crappy paper. I'm sure it's all wrong. I am sure Oprah didn't get, uh, you know, Tomoe River paper or... These fine papers from Japan. No, you know, no. That no. don't have bleed through. I, I'm very glossy particular. glossy paper that doesn't even take the pen well. Hey, Kim. What's up in Delaware? Hi. Hi, Howard. Hi, Howard. Hi, Robin. How are you? Hi. Good. I, I, I just wanted to call in. I um, have been a planner for quite a while, um, and I kind of went over to the journaling side, but... I find that it's a huge waste of time, um, and I'm spending so much of my, like, free time watching, like, I started again with the planner stuff, because there's, like, this whole planner community, and I was using an Erin Condren uh, planner for quite a while, and decorating it, and then someone at my job saw it, and I was embarrassed, because it was full of stickers. <laughs> yeah, like, then, you can you go know, online, you can go online and buy stickers for your journal, too, and, like, uh-huh. I, I haven't done that. I, I'd be too embarrassed, but... <laughs> Stickers. What are Stickers. you, 12? Yeah, well, and these <laughs> women are not 12. Five. A lot of the women on there, the ones with no. the chubby fingers, have compl- they have stickers and stamps that they uh, put in. And <laughs> Yeah, it gets, it's really time-consuming, and it becomes expensive, and it was driving my husband crazy because <laughs> I was yeah, spending so much time and writing essentially nothing in it. Um, right. What does Beth do when you're, when, when you're journaling? What is Beth doing? Is she agitated? She, she, uh, you, no, I she uh, she spends most of her day cleaning cat, cat shit for for real. <laughs> she's, very she's, busy. she's busy. She's actually helping a situation. She's uh, busy in animal rescue today. Beth is. Uh, um, we've had this cat one cat living with us. You want to hear a story? This is so fucking crazy. You know, for real, this is nuts. We got this uh, cat living with us, Dee Dee, beautiful cat. But she was found on the side of a road, half dead. They were going to euthanize her. She was down to four pounds. She was laying on her side. And uh, wherever they took her, I don't know, they were going to kill her. I don't know. Somehow, Beth gets word from one of her, you know, fans. She says, let me take this cat and see what's really doing. She goes to uh, this Dr. Jackie, who's a saint. She's a real smart mother. You know, there's not enough good vets in this country. There's a lot of shitty ones. She's one of the good ones, like amazing. She looks, she goes, here's the problem with this cat. Somebody abandoned this cat. The cat's starving. But the cat shouldn't be put down. But the problem is it's got some kind of thyroid condition. It can be cured, but it's expensive. Cat's about 10 years old. 
So, of course, we go, okay, we're going to save the cat. Two or three weeks, this cat's in isolation, getting bombarded with iodine or something. Don't, don't ask me what the fuck the treatment is, but it's iodine treatment. Right. Sure enough. Thyroid, right. Yeah. And uh, it has to be isolated. Blah, blah. Cat's losing hair, blah, blah, blah. We do the iodine treatment, cure to the hyperthyroidism. We bring the cat into our home now for months. Beth's, you know, hand feeding the cat. She goes from four pounds. Now she weighs about eight pounds. She's beautiful fur. And every day we go in and visit Didi. Turns out Didi is the most affectionate, most loving cat. I've never seen a cat like this in my lap. As soon as I sit down, boom, in my lap, like kissing my face, like almost appreciative. Like I was fucked. I was laying on the side of the road. I had nothing to eat. My fucking thyroid was out of control. My teeth were rotting. I was in pain. You, you, you're the asshole who saved my life. Get over here. I need to kiss you. So Beth, like Florence fucking Cattengale, is sitting there every day with this cat and all that. I said to Beth, let's make a video. We'll both sit on the bed. Let's see who the cat goes to. We sit down on the bed. Cat comes to me. I haven't, I haven't done shit for the cat. Cat came right to me. That is, is a shame. Cats Poor Beth. Goes, this is ridiculous. <laughs> she goes, I do everything this cat went to you. But uh, this cat, I never saw a cat so loving. So Beth was then, you know, we got seven cats of our own now because we can't let go of them. Seven. Oh, seven. So, yeah. So uh, <laughs> she, I said, listen, Dee Dee's the type of cat needs a full-time owner, but it's going to, because she needs a lap to sit in. So we decided we found a woman, lovely woman. We called her the other day. Beth and I got on the phone to her, told her she's the person that's going to take in Dee Dee. She was crying. She was so excited. Aww. And she said, that cat will never be without a lap. I work from home. That That is going to be great. So today, Dee Dee's leaving us. Beth's a mess Aww. upstairs. I don't even want to say goodbye to Dee Dee because we've had her here for months. I'm not saying goodbye. Fuck it. I get You're too just upset. not even going to go near her and no. say goodbye. You're just going to let it go. Because I start crying, and I look like a fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And and Beth's been you crying all, all morning. You write all your feelings down in your journal, Howard. That's right. That's what you're supposed to be writing. Well, I'm mad at Beth because she doesn't in. journal. Beth doesn't journal each cat that she had in here. It would have been great to, to have a record of that. So I've been kind oh, of journaling yeah. about each cat. Oh, that's but nice. she. Well, but she, I do it for her, but she, it, but she should, uh, she should be doing it. She has more detail, but she's too busy saving the cat's lives. Right. But anyway, she stops. Somebody's going to die. So anyway, DD <laughs> is going home after all this, the iodine treatment, the isolation, the food, the this, the that, the water, the donut, hand feeding. And now she's, she's ready for a forever home. You, you, you think that my wife's going to be depressed for a week. Oh. But don't worry, I'll bang it out of her. She'll be fine. Once, once I, once I crawl on top of her. She'll yeah, be for, back on her feet. Yeah, she'll be back. Don't worry, I know what she needs. I'm, I'm a pretty good reader of that situation. My penis will cure that. It's pretty magical. But, uh, yeah, that's what's going on in my house every minute with a different cat and a different story. I got this cat. Why do I have seven cats? We swore we'd only have six. This Grogu, I can't let go of because they're telling me he's dying. I think he is dying. Aww. He peed is on he the floor and he threw up. Yeah, but they say his heart is so enlarged and such a oh. mess that he's going to die any day. And we're and Beth doesn't even want to leave the house because Didi to give away Didi because because she's worried about Grogu. 
Does we Grogu love Grogu. move around? Does Grogu or does yeah. he sort of sit around? No, he moves around, but he's got, he was bred by some bad breeder. His hips are all fucked up. Everything uh. about him is fucked up. He's the cutest thing you ever saw. This is what I'm busy with. Journaling and watching Beth break down from cats. <laughs> Every day she goes, why do I do this? Why do I do this? Emotionally, I can't handle it. I go, if you don't do it, they're all going to die. Does ever get to go see her family? Who has time for family? <laughs> I know you have family. the journals and the cats, but is there, can she go and, and visit no. your journalists? No, I, I can't let her out of the house to go visit her family. She might never come back. I, I, I'm not allowing it. <laughs> How do I know? Who would... If if she escapes, what am I going to do? I'll be all by myself. She doesn't even know there's an outside world. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. She's like, um, it's like um, David Cornish. What was that guy who, uh, no, that's Elton John's husband. Who is the guy right. who, uh, <laughs> who Koresh? Who are you the talking co- about? Uh, David Koresh. The, the, ah. the cult leader. <laughs> the cult leader. I I can't let people leave. <laughs> no, we, uh, no. Yeah, well, I, we, I, we, we see family but not a lot not but we're you know it's with the covid too we're both obsessed with not getting it so it's just fucked up oh. you know we're we're pretty much just laying low well that's too bad because her parents live far right and she can't like travel to see them that's too bad yeah she well she needs to be with me yeah, let, let's be honest even for a day to be away from me would be difficult for her I mean, she woman That's lives right. and How breathes. She's supposed to survive. Yeah, she barely can function on her own without me. That's how people get. <laughs> All right, Kim. Thank you. That's Kim who's journaling and thinks it's a big waste of time. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say that. I'm sorry, <laughs> Kim. No, there are books written on it. They swear that if you journal, you'll uh, you'll live a lot better life. But yeah, but you can't be obsessed with it. I mean, that's no. just stupid. No, I got obsessed because we had some time off. Now that we're back at work, I'm just busy working. I'm not. I'm not sitting writing in journals. It's all you know. <laughs> too busy doing this shit. Whatever this shit is. Hey, you know who I was thinking about over vacation? Who? Beside Oprah. Oprah and her cheddar biscuits. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about Benji. I know that's weird. Well, Benji. I, in the mail yesterday, I got two cards from Benji. Well, one was like a. Christmas card, I guess. I, w- I should have saved him. It was so mis. It, that guy's so fucked up. Like you don't even know why he's writing you. Like one card was right. just, "Hey, how you doing?" Card, and I'm like, I, it, I didn't even know what it was for, or why. But I, the reason I was thinking about Benji was it really started to hit me hard how fucked up it is that he went to a trained therapist. And the therapist doesn't want to work with him. Like, that is a very unusual occurrence. And I thought to myself, I know, you know, we never really got to the bottom of it because you can't get to the bottom of anything with Benji. Yeah, there is no bottom with Benji. And that's exactly why I think his psychiatrist dropped him. <sighs> like, the psych- like, there are times when I'm in therapy, my psychiatrist will say to me, I don't feel you're here with me. And then I go, no, 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 I'm here with you. He goes, no, you're just talking. You're not here with me. And then I, he goes, you're not letting me help you. It, it, come on, don't stop fighting me on this. And then I go, oh, he's right. I am fighting him. With Benji, the therapist probably says to him, Benji, if you keep doing shtick and bullshit, 
I can't help you. And then he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, right. I don't know. And then the therapist is probably just so exhausted from him. Think about how disturbed he must be. The therapist is like so disturbed by him. You know, like from what I read, Charles Manson's therapist stayed with him to the end. It, it, Charles it, it, Manson had a therapist. That's right. That, that's right. That's, that's right. I make it. No, I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is, for a therapist to be so annoyed by you, to find you so repugnant, really, that like you know, like she goes home and goes, "I cannot deal with this fucking guy." It's like he's I, there's no real guy there. Like, you know, there's the, nothing. The whole thing about therapy is there's supposed to be a judgment free zone. Yeah. Yeah, but you know there has to be a building of trust so that the the client or patient or whatever you want to call him then feels free to express what he really thinks, how he really feels, and all of that. And Benji can never get to that point. No, I'm telling you, you know, I was like, I wish Benji could be real and tell me really what went on in that th because, I mean, from what I've read about history, Hitler's therapist. Stay right in the bunker with him, right up to the end. Like, he's like, okay, maybe there's some redeeming thing here I can help with. You know, the, the reason people become therapists, they're inviting crazy, deranged people, confused people to come into their lives. And Benji was too much for this one. Like, she said, this guy's fucked up to the point I don't want him in my life. Hey, Benj. Hey, what man, happened? Answer my questions if you can. And sure. by the way, you look good. He lost. He, he lost yeah, weight. He do. should be the head of Weight Watchers. <laughs> um, well, yeah, you're more inspiring to me than Oprah. I mean, uh, at least you lost weight. Um, how much have you lost? Uh, from the highest you've ever seen me, about 80, 90 pounds. But in the last okay. year, like 20 something. Yeah. Okay. 20 is good. Listen, that's 20 less than you were carrying around, and your face is thinner, and you look good. And I, I bet you're getting laid. pretty eyes. Yeah, you, you do have pretty eyes. <laughs> now I can see your eyes. They don't look like giant meatballs. Uh, what, what, are you getting laid on a regular basis? No. No? Wow. I mean, I, I haven't better. been, but thank you. We should fuck. So, I just, okay, drop the shtick if you can, and maybe that's right. what the problem is you can't. What what happened with your therapist? She was deciding whether to drop you or not. I'm assuming you got a conclusion over the last couple of weeks. Well, this was actually a therapist from a long time ago. I mean, from about a year ago. I'd started okay. therapy. I'd started with a woman, which you had said, like, you had actually sent me this really nice note, a personal note, saying you think it's, you, you would really recommend seeing a man. Um, But I'd started right. with her, and... uh she <clears throat> she said to me that she I should consider she didn't think that I was she was helping me at all right and that I could, and that's a and nice then, way of saying I can't deal with you <laughs> you know that that's what they say what do you why do you think when when she said it were you devastated were you like oh my god here's another person so repulsed by me that they want to get out of my life this is a person I'm paying what, what did, well, what was it, your yeah, th those questions did go through my head because it's like, is it that bad? Like, you know, it's not like she's doing me. I, you know, I'm paying her. She's getting paid right. for this. And, yeah. uh, and I thought we had, and I had finally like, uh, 
I don't, I had been with her for a couple months. And so I was starting to be at that point where you start to feel comfortable and you're opening up. At least for me, it takes me a while with when I've gone, done therapy. So I'd started to get to that point where I really started to feel like I was opening up and that I could trust her, which is with therapy, I find it very hard to be completely open, like you say, but I started to feel that with her. And uh, I guess Did I was she... complaining about... Well, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. I think I was complaining about the same things repeatedly. And she just said, you know, I, I think you should consider someone else. But it wasn't like really... I. I think didn't she say to you, from what I'd heard around the office, that she didn't connect with you? I don't remember those words. That maybe okay. I don't recall that. So, so when she said to you, <laughs> "I don't think I can help you," was well, I don't any... think I am helping you. All right. So, in other words, she couldn't interrupt this constant blabbering about the same thing over and over again. And that, this is—I'm just telling you—this is highly unusual, where the therapist it drops you. I mean, do you have any awareness of like really what happened? Or well, I, are you... I, I, I may have told her. I don't. I really don't remember. So it took me a while to tell her I worked on the show, just right. because. I don't know if I told her that I said on the show that she was cute. I may have said that because one of the things that you were like objecting to, I initially. <clears throat> When I picked her out, you know, it's there's so many people to choose from. I really liked her face. And so that was part of the reason I, I chose right. her, by her, by her look. I understand why you chose her. You were hot, like you were attracted to her. But what, what all right, I don't think I'm ever going to get to the bottom of this, unfortunately. I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm trying. Well, I honestly best, but don't I, know why. You, you don't know. know. Wouldn't you? What is your speculation? Do you, do, you, do, you, do you? I mean, this is unbelievable to me that you got dropped. I mean. Like, like I'm in therapy sometimes, and my therapist says, you know, you're going over the same thing again and again. And he goes, I don't think I can help you with that, but let, let, let me try this with you. And you know what I mean? He doesn't give up on me. He's, There's a he's, way that he tries to get you to into some other space. I just figured Benji wouldn't listen. Like, Benji just uh, yeah. keeps going, and I don't know what it is. I wonder what the... He, he is a psychologist. He says he knows why... Why do you, Dave, you're a psychologist for real? I am. I'm a clinical psychologist. Okay. Why would you, have you ever dropped a patient? Yes, I have. About four okay. or five in my 20 years. So it's an unusual occurrence. Like, what was the reason <laughs> you, you, you dropped typically we Typically, we try to be really nice about it. But honestly, it's usually a personality conflict between our clients and us, like, Something about them kind of grates us a little bit. I hate to say that. We try not to. We try to spare their feelings, obviously. Right. Well, that's what I think is going on. The bottom line, I don't think you're wrong, Dave. I think it's like this fucking guy annoys the piss out of people to the point they're like, you know what? Fuck his money. I'm not taking it. I I, I got to get rid of this I, I, guy in my life. He's not giving me enough money to put up with this. Yeah, he, like like there's well, not enough pay. Like it's like you know, there, there's an article in the Times the other day about how people are just quitting their jobs. You know what I mean? They just had enough, yeah. and it's like, it's like like like, but that's a big thing. I mean, you, you need a source of income. I mean, she's just like fuck income. I mean, I, I want to live my life without Benji in it. I want a Benji free life. <laughs> like that, like that's it, Dave. Right? I mean, at the end of the day, that was it. Well, and one other thing, if I may add, is that sometimes you can tell when. 
I'm not saying Benji's doing this. You can tell when your clients are kind of challenging you and don't even really want to be there. Right. Uh, and, and that's just, you can't do much with that. Ah, that, that, that's very good. That's what I suspect is going on with Benji. Like she's trying, and you know how difficult he can be. He's just like, no, 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 I'm no, 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 no. You got to hear what I got. You, you, no, 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 no. And, and then it's like, oh, uh, no, no, no. You got to let me finish. You got to let me finish. <laughs> hey, Benji, what's the biggest issue you want help with? Do you, do you have any? Maybe this guy Dave can talk to you. What, what, what's your big issue? Uh. Well, I'm not living the life I want to live. Um, <laughs> okay. Who do you, what kind of life do you, what kind of life, I'm sorry, I wouldn't be a good therapist because I'd be laughing the whole time. What What kind of life do you want to live? Let me hear, let me hear the fantasy. At this point, what are you, 60 years old? I mean, what, what life are you imagining? You've been saying the same thing for 20 years. What, Whose what, life what do, you, do you want? Yeah, who, <laughs> if you could, do you want to be me? Do you want to be Robin? Who do you want to be? Who, who can you point to in life that you would like to be? You, you have Benji. some aspects I like for sure. Okay. Um, but is there any, is there any, what is your ideal life that you want to be living? I, I mean, it's all the same things I've said for years. Go ahead. Open uh, up. Okay. I would want to be uh, regularly doing stand up. I would want to be doing. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, what, are we, what are you doing, Mr. Therapist? I ain't no therapist. I, I, listen, Dave, Dave here is my best friend. You ask him to open up, and as soon as he says something, you start laughing. Well, why are you not doing regularly doing stand up if that's what you want to do? Um, I'm embarrassed to do it. Well, one, it's, it's really to do it in front of like audiences. It's at night. So. It's, uh, but why don't you do what I do? I do stand up. I just don't do it in front of an audience. I, I stay home and do it. I, I really I like an audience. Um, oh, I see. And I also so, feel inhibited because it's embarrassing because I would, I've never gotten past the beginning stage of it. And let me I'd ask be you very something. bad at it. And people you're recognize up, me. I understand you're up, uh, you know, Sunday night, you got to go to bed early, Monday night and Tuesday night. But there is, uh, there are other nights in the week you could go do stand up. I'm also very inhibited. I'm scared to do it because I'm scared to be bad because oh. when I've done it over the years a couple of times, like people get like, oh, my God, it's like, you know, they get excited. It's me. Like they do recognize me from the show. I see. And it's it's embarrassing. And then you be suck very, and it's embarrassing. Extremely embarrassing. Yeah. Right, so that's right. that's one thing. I mean, I would, I would love to do to interview people like to be, you know. Like, like right. that's what the aspect I see, of you. I see. Yeah. So you went there and you told the psychiatrist this and you want to interview people and do stand up and then well, probably uh, at the time I was just talking to her about getting to sleep on time. I see. All right. Like, okay. uh, All right. Dave, I, I, like, like his previous psychologist, I, I want to dump he him. He now needs uh, to get out of this. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I'm sorry. I, you know, you know, I was sitting at get home out of here. over the vacation and I said to myself, you know, Benji brought up a heavy thing. His psychiatrist dumped him and I go, that's I go I didn't I didn't get to the bottom of that. That's that, that's crazy shit. And I realized I said, what are the odds? Like I'm going to get on the air. I'm going to ask Benji some questions, and I'm really going to get to the bottom of it. And I I should have known. I should never bring it up because it, it, ultimately it is horrible to to talk to Benji about this. <laughs> well, can I say one more thing on that? Please, please. No, actually, I think your Howard. I think your questions are really very similar to what we would ask. It's just on a national TV show. But honestly, the first thing I thought when he talked about being embarrassed, if I was 
I'm not saying I would want to work with him. I'm just saying if. I would advise him <laughs> use his embarrassment as part of his act. There's a lot of comedians that uh, you can tell they're embarrassed if their jokes bomb, but it's kind of funny after the fact. I don't know. I, yeah, I like you think he'd get up and say, you know what? I'm famous from the Howard Stern show, and I'm bombing. I yeah. suck. This is really embarrassing. I'll tell you, let me let me tell you how embarrassed I am idea. right now. Yeah, this guy's better at it than you. This guy's already a better stand-up than you. You know, <laughs> right. you know there are comedians right now who are now professional comedians who developed their entire act while Benji was sitting at home being embarrassed. Yes, that's true. You know, Jerry Seinfeld was on this show, and he said to me. When I when I go out now, I still go out and bomb when I'm going to do new material. And he's Jerry Seinfeld. He like he's maybe one of the greatest comedians ever lived. And he goes, "Yep, when I start new material, I go out there and I bomb, and it's embarrassing." So, if Benji, I mean, okay, so some people know you from the show. Nobody's expecting that much from you, you know, Benji. But what you're saying is really. And I'm not a psychiatrist. You're like a lot of guys I know. They have big dreams, but they don't want to do any of the work. They want to sit in their apartment and have it all happen for them. They want to sit and fantasize the rest of their lives. If I was you, I'd go fucking hit the stage tonight. That's it. Every night now, you make a vow. That's your New Year's Eve vow. I'm going out there. I'm going up every night. Maybe I'll lose. Maybe I'll win. And you sit every day and write your act like Jerry does. And you'll, you'll get good. Yeah, I, I've read Benji's comedy. Uh-huh. I do Benji's comedy, and he's a funny guy, but he's just fucking lazy. Just get the fuck. Just tonight, you're out. What club are you going to tonight? All right, Benji? don't get into an argument about lazy. Right. That's going to take don't. you off the path. All right, let's see. Wednesday night is your first free night. What club are you going to be at? And make the announcement so people can go see you. Where are you going? Well, I've, I've, no, I would. Where never are you going to be Wednesday night? Where, what? What? Okay. What club are you going to Wednesday night? Uh, my apartment. There you go. That's why people can't. No, I don't know. I'm not going to announce where I'm going. If I do, do you have an act? Like, Did you work on an act? Did you write a few things down? That was actually one of my New Year's resolutions was <laughs> to work on material every night. All right, Dave. You can see it's a, it's like pulling teeth. <laughs> well, I would say this in closing. I know you'll get other people to talk to, but you know whatever your goals are. Just plan on doing them each day, and even if they're little ones, that's what counts, you know. Don't 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 write yourself off. That's well, I, I think think. that's what he's doing. He's doing stand up tonight in his apartment. So there you go. <laughs> Got that little goal going. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. Yes, Jessica. This is oh. Jessica. She's a therapist as well. Very- oh, is she? Yeah. <laughs> so I am a therapist in the prison system, and Benji uh-huh. reminds me so much of the inmates that I work with that present with such significant character pathology that you just can't work with them. So right. he presents as evasive. He, he doesn't have any respect for anybody's line of questioning. He can't answer any simple questions because right. he's so focused on how he is going to come across. I love you, Benji, and you make for some really funny material on the show but I think that you are dripping with character pathology. And I think well, I, that you're I don't a know therapist. If, 
I don't know if it's a pathology, but I do agree with you. I probably am over oh, no, concerned. Character, character pathology. Yes, doctor, you're absolutely, absolutely. in the house. Yes. All right, I there it is. I also think that. I also think that his therapist is experiencing some significant negative countertransference, which means that she, he is reminding her of somebody that she has come across in her life before that she has such a deep, unresolved loathing for that she just can't <laughs> sit with him anymore. And it happens to right. us all the fucking time. Like, right. he is clearly... <laughs> Somebody that she she just can't sit with. And, of course, we have to, you know, I don't think I'm helping you. It's like, no, bro, get the fuck out of my office. Yeah, she wishes she could I, say that. Jessica, I think that exactly. Howard has that with me. Do you yeah. think that's possible? You, Benji, you have that with everybody. <laughs> yeah, she's right. She's right. No one can. But you think I think, Robin, everybody I'm going to give love. you an example why this doctor here is right. <laughs> Robin's laying half dead in the hospital. She just gets out of 12-hour surgery, right? She, she had a grapefruit-sized tumor removed from her body. We're pretty sure we're saying goodbye to her. I go, uh, Robin, uh, I'm in the room. Artie's in the room. Uh, I'm in the room. There was uh, someone else in the room, one of uh, Robin's friends. Three people. Word comes up. She's laying there. Ah. Word comes up. Benji is here at the hospital. He wants to come up and see you. Robin, all of a sudden, comes out of her coma and goes, no. <laughs> no, Benji. <laughs> I go, what? I, I don't want to upset the woman. I, it's touch and go at this point. No. 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 And the screaming starts. He can hear it. We have tape of it. <laughs> it's not surprising. It's not surprising. Right. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think what happened was this woman was like, you know what? I'm a human being. I'm not enjoying myself with this Benji. He's 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 he's, he's something. Not he's, only he's, is she not enjoying herself, you can uh, whatever you can get through sessions where you're not enjoying it. But just the feeling of sitting with somebody that's just like, oh my god, this like suck this guy. Like I'm done. And I I experience it a lot in the prison. It's it's all yeah. character pathology. Like you're oh, I can imagine in a prison. Uh, me, uh, to, oh my god! Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, it's, what am I doing here? I mean, exactly. I mean, Robin threatened to pull the plug if Benji walked in the room. I mean, when did you see this? A woman wanted to live. I mean, who the hell does that? She's busy wrestling with those tubes in her arm. Bad, but yeah, <laughs> she flatlined three times like she thought Benji was coming. <laughs> Uh, by the way, doctor, I'm going to tell you this. There are at least 13 open mics in New York City tonight. So uh, I would suggest Benji go to one finally. It's time. It's time. Thank you, yes. Jessica. You're, yes. you're right. I, I, Thank I, you. I love you yeah. guys. Benji. That's right. Hey, but let's be positive about Benji and the work he does. Uh, Benji put together a little bit, and I would like to uh, showcase Benji's material today, if I yes, may. Yes, Benji won't showcase himself. Why don't you? No. I'll show you when Benji can be funny. Here's the bit, okay? Benji, uh, this, the, 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 we called one of these uh, Santa Clauses, right? You can call a Santa Claus? Yeah, you know, on the phone. Virtual Santa. Because of COVID, there's a ton of them I now. See. You can All call right. Santa Claus. So the bit was most people call for their little kid. Benji's like a 60, almost 60-year-old 60 man. And you can see him on the video conference. So oh, the woman okay. gets on. Jamie got on. She goes, hey, my, my son is here. and uh, Brother. Brother, my brother's here, 
and uh, he, he he still believes in Santa Claus. My brother believes in Santa Claus. And Benji comes on, and almost, you know, you see, Benji looks like, he, but, but, certainly late 50s. <laughs> and the guy's a little shocked, you know. And she says, would you do me a favor and convince my brother that uh, Santa Claus isn't real? And Benji has a little fun with Santa. So here we go. Right. Here's, here's adult Benji having to be convinced that Santa Claus is not real. I'll set it up for you. Here's uh, Santa meeting Jamie, Benji's sister. Hi, Santa. My name's Jamie. Thank you so much for doing this. Hi, Jamie. So here's the deal. I would like you to tell my brother Benji that Santa is not real. You want me to tell Benji that Santa is not real? Yes. Oh. It's affecting his life at this point. It's He lives with me. It's affecting my life, too. It's a bit of an obsession. Okay. I need him to, to not believe in santa so um how old is benji you know what? oh i think he just got home uh benji you can put on your headphones now and get your surprise on the computer yeah, really she's surprising santa because when benji walks in he's you know this big chubby old man <laughs> how, how old is benji's a good question you know anyway yeah, uh, nobody can get the answer meanwhile how nice is this santa claus he's about to get fucked with so you know benji <laughs> benji's sitting there and santa sees benji He's like kind of shocked. And then Santa did his best to break the truth to Benji. I'm on. I'm on. Hey, Benji. Oh. It's Santa. Oh. Santa. <laughs> oh, my God, Santa. Oh, my God. How you doing, Benji? Oh, I love you. You're my favorite person in the world, Santa. Tell me, do you <sighs> believe in Santa Claus? Yes, you you're my best friend. He's talking to Benji like he's a moron. I mean, like, you know, he's know. like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> but I need to tell you something. Santa is not real. Okay? <laughs> I know you're testing me. I'm not testing you. And do you want to know why? I want to meet Rudolph. Rudolph is a fairy tale. Just like Frosty the Snowman. Then who gave me last year all my gifts? Benji. Your family gave them to you because they love you. I love you. Look, what if I were to take off my beard and hat and look like a regular person? I'm going to show you that Santa is not real. No! No! Hi, Benji. (laughs) Please put your beard on. (laughs) No, there is no Santa. Why are you doing this? You are an adult. And adults do not believe in Santa. Just go ho, ho, ho! No, no, no. And send me gifts, because I deserve it! There is no Santa, Benji. (laughs) You're an adult. It's time for you to stop believing. No! (laughs) Benji, in all these calls, always plays a slow adult, and no one even questions it. I mean, they all believe it. When he shows up, you heard how the man started talking to him. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly how you talk to a slow adult. Like, like he looked at Benji and went, "Oh my god, this guy's slow." <laughs> Hi, Benji. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, incredibly, Santa was not scared off, and then wow. things started to take a really strange turn, as they always do with Benji. Here's Santa and Benji further into the conversation. Are you doing this because of the bad thing I did? What bad thing did you do? I was touching myself. <laughs> it's natural. For you to touch yourself it's okay it makes it makes you feel good when you touch yourself that's what i said 
Yep, just don't do it too much. Then, like, how much is too much? Eh, do it two times a week. Just make sure you do it in private. Uh, I, I, two times is not enough. This is all crazy. Don't worry about it. You're easy to talk to. Like, I get embarrassed talking about touching myself to my sister. Tell your sister that it's only natural for a young man or even a man your age <laughs> to touch himself. You need that release. I'm getting bigger. Right now? Where are your hands right now? I don't want to say. Oh, I think I know where your hands are. I I think that's why you're smiling right now, huh? It feels really good. Oh. I think I got to go, Santa. You do? Yeah, you're about to explode? Yeah. Uh, no, no, uh, no. Nope. Uh, hey, Benji. It's okay. I'm telling you, turn uh, off your video right now. Santa said I could. I don't think they're paying me enough for this. Uh, uh, <laughs> I had it with you, Benji. Come on, just stop uh, already. I can't stop. Enough. Uh, uh, oh. I just want to finish. Benji, stop. Uh, uh, I'm out of here. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry. This is what I imagine Benji's therapy sessions are like. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't think it's that different. <laughs> By the way, Santa says... Jerk off twice a week. I got a feeling this Santa jerks off twice a week. That's his, uh, that's his, thing. <laughs> that's his, uh, that's enough for him anyway. I don't know. If you have the courage to jerk off in front of Santa, I think you should have the courage to go up on a stage and maybe do a little comedy. You know what I mean? I mean well, I wanted to compliment Benji on his acting because every time <laughs> we've seen him actually be asked to yeah. act, he can't. He did fine here. He plays but a slow adult he very was well. A, a character fully fleshed out mm -hmm. with nuance and, uh, you know, highs and lows and ups and downs. It was great. It seems from what I can tell, uh, Benji's acting career, playing a slow adult comes naturally to him. It's uh, <laughs> all the other characters. Anyway, finally, Those Benji's. Are the ones that are difficult, the regular characters. For the post game wrap up, Benji's sister got back online with Santa. And, uh, it turned out our Santa was. Well-equipped to deal with someone like Benji. Here we go. It's not pleasant to listen to that uh, in part, but um, it seems crazy to say that went well, but I think well, you actually did a really good job. Thank you. I, I work with uh, a couple of different developmentally disabled adult <laughs> homes. That's, that's really great. Um, uh, so does Benji understand now that Santa is not real? I, I think he is okay with knowing now that there isn't really a santa oh my god well you're fantastic well i'm glad i'm glad that i was able to help you in what you wanted to do this is going to be so much better for him thank you so 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 much <laughs> all right jamie you know we should comp thank congratulations on your call benji on your comedy um and who can forget Benji's great role as slow guy who loves hot dogs in Sharknado? I think it was two, or was it, uh, I think it was two or three, isn't it? Uh, do I have that right, Benji? Mm, no, you're mixing up an old thing I did for the show. Oh, okay. The hot dog All right. thing. All right. Okay. Or actually, I did I'm before a little... the show, I think. Benji tends to mix me up. I apologize to my audience. <laughs> <laughs> but you see how the guy talked to Jamie, and as soon as he saw Benji... His voice turned into, I'm talking to a slow adult. Yeah, it was very convincing. Uh, yes, Brian, <laughs> you're on the air in New Jersey. Then I do have to take a break, and we have a lot to get to. Believe me, more than Benji. It's, it's, there's a lot to get to. 
Yes, Brian. Thank you, Benji. Good morning, for Howard. that entertainment. Yes, Benji. Howard, the, the problem with Benji is that if he really wants to be a comic, or whatever. by virtue of the fact that he's on your show, he can bump other comics off shows. He can get up on stage anytime he wants. Stage time is at such a premium, especially now with COVID and all the clubs being at 50%. He could literally jump on any show he wants and get all the stage time he wants and gets better. And he could bump me. He could bump anybody. He just doesn't want to go out there and do it. He could put asses in seats if he, if he advertises himself. He could have any producer falling over themselves. Even if he sucks, he's still going to put asses in seats. You're, um, you're a stand-up? I am. I am. I'm low-level. I'm a disabled vet. I've been working at it for about 10 years. I've been busting my butt to get into the clubs. And this guy would have it handed to him on a silver platter, and he's just lazy. It's, it's not laziness, I'll tell you that. Well, what is it, Benji? It's fear. What are you afraid well, of, Al? You're on a show every single day. Everybody knows who you are, and they love you because you're on the Howard Stern show. They'll show up just to see you. They'll give you laughs out of respect because you're on that show. There's no excuse, pal. I, I wouldn't want to do what you're saying, like, to bump people, like, to get All right, thank you, Benji, good. and it was All fascinating, right. and uh, we got a good look at uh, your goals and career, and uh, Brian, thank you for the call. Well, we only All found right. out one thing he got us to do in life, because <laughs> <laughs> right away, and it was just a cesspool. The life, so Benji went to the psychiatrist because he's not living the life he's supposed to live. You well, want to know what like my advice should be? Living. <laughs> How about Benji. learning to love the life you're living? You're a writer on a successful show. You make money. You fucking, uh, you know, you get laid every once in a while. You're losing weight. Maybe give up uh, this idea of being a stand-up comic. Maybe it's not uh, all it's cracked up to be. Benji. Why not concentrate on this show where you have a job and write the best stuff you can and, and be an active participant throughout the day? Thank you. That would be my advice. You know, it's interesting, Howard, because there was a time in my life, now this is going to make everyone laugh, that I wanted to be a singer. Oh, yes. I was very and I aware of it. I walk around <laughs> saying, yes. I don't know why, but I, I really want to be a singer. I really yeah. want to be a singer. Meanwhile, was I doing anything to become a singer? No. No. I, so I, one um... day, an advisor said to me, you want to be a singer? I said, yes. He said, then go ahead and sing. I was like, what? <laughs> Go ahead and sing. You want to sing? You could sing anywhere. No, I I had the big idea that I'd be on a stage and there'd be 5,000 or so people listening and everybody screaming yeah. when I, you know, but I wasn't will, willing to do the work to get there. I just wanted it to happen. And when I realized, oh, yeah, if I just wanted to sing, I could sing anywhere. That's right. I was like, yeah, you don't want to do that dream you think you, you want. Yeah, like I would like to be in a rock band, uh, like Eddie Van Halen, play guitar and, you know, do or like Paul McCartney and, you know, with a band. Yeah. And, but I'm not willing to go take guitar lessons and, you know, I mean, it's like, so I've accepted that and, and I don't dream about it, you know. I, it, all right. I, I, we spent enough time. Brian, thank you. Uh, Benji, thank you. I hope you realize the life you want and uh, find a psychiatrist willing to work with you. Okay, there you go. Thank you. The only person who can give Benji the life he wants is, I think, Benji. <laughs> well, that's the problem. <laughs> I think he's waiting for me to give him the life he wants. He's not willing to do it for himself. Yeah. By the way, what I was referring to is, uh... oh, all right, enough. Okay, look, let me take a break. Let me take a break. 
I'm, I'm, I'm a little drained right now. Okay, Robin? <laughs> no, that's this... what Benji will do. That's what that psychiatrist felt every time she finished with Benji. I had a dream over vacation. I said, I'm going to go back and ask Benji why his psychiatrist <laughs> dumped him. I never got to the bottom of it. And I still am no further along. I just want to mention New Year's Eve, by the way. Um, I'm really confused, honestly. Well, I'm confused about Fox News. I really am. I know people like, I'm not like... I used to watch Fox News. Once Trump became president, I couldn't watch it anymore because a lot of the guys that I liked on there, they were anti-Trump. And then all of a sudden, it was weird. They all started, I guess they got a memo, you got to be for Trump now because Roger Ailes told them you got to be for Trump or whoever was in charge there. And, and then all of a sudden, like the next day, it was like a light switch was turned on. And the very guys who were like, Trump's dangerous, blah, blah, blah. They were like, hey, he's great. And so I got confused by that. Like a lot of guys that I thought were, you know, legit guys, like legit Republicans who were conservative but had some sort of values. But but even now it has gotten so nutty, and I was reading an article on this in the New York Times. It's gotten so fucking nutty that um, you go, like, where did all this anti-vaccine come from? And, and the theory is that the Republicans are so want their they they so want biden to do poorly that they they literally like that the the covid is out of control it's it's paralyzing the country and it's so good because in the midterm elections everyone will be fed up with the democrats you see what happened biden said he was going to fix the uh the 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 omicron virus and and then so they confuse everyone and they're like hey this isn't even a real virus this isn't even and, and, and no masks and all this shit and it's just causing more and more chaos because on New Year's Eve, Fox News broadcast their New Year's Eve show, All-American New Year, from Nashville, okay? And they went on about how Nashville is more free than New York because the people there are unmasked, and they can be unmasked. Just listen to this. This party right here is America. This is Americans, unmasked and free, having a good time. For Sherman, Texas, in Wichita, Kansas. That's who this party is for. It's yeah. for you. That's right. This is a reminder that this is what America's about. Freedom. Liberty. I'm sorry. I love our buddies in New York, Lawrence, um, you know, Emily. They're doing a great job out there. But when you saw that mayor up there, masked and his family masked, you go, that's what they want to do. But right here in Nashville, right here in the heart of America, people want to reclaim their lives. They want freedom. They want to be back. They want the country back on track, and this gives me a lot of hope. No, you're right. You look at uh, Times Square, it feels like yesterday. It feels like, remember when Rumsfeld said old Europe? It almost feels like if we're going to renew America, it's going to be in the middle of the country. It's going to be with hardworking people with dirt under their fingernails, who love God, who go to church on Sunday, who work hard, who love the police, who believe in citizens in the border, and, and that's where we're going to start again, and that's what makes me so enthused. This yeah. We are two and a half minutes from 2022, making its way to the central time zone. Well, the weird thing about this is, aside from, oh my God, they're cheering for not wearing masks when masks work. They're, you know, they're cheering against the vaccine when vaccines are working. The people who are in the hospital now dying are the unvaccinated. And on top of that, Fox News itself was the only broadcast operation that was not broadcasting out of New York, ABC, NBC, CNN, CBS, maybe 
I don't know. No, NBC might not have been in New York. CBS was actually. CBS was where? They were in Nashville too. They covered. Yeah, they had a country concert. But if if like why was Fox News not broadcasting from New York? Because they are they have one of the strictest policies about wearing masks in that building. So the people in the building are wearing masks. They're not broadcasting from New York because of COVID, but they're celebrating not wearing masks. It 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 it, it seems so un-American to me to be spreading this message just because you want to win the next election. It's just crazy. New Year's Eve, man. What a mess. Um. CNN, of course, uh, we were talking about Andy yesterday. We, CNN's coverage of New Year's Eve, it was it, it was crazy. The network, I don't know if you saw it, but they ran tweets at the bottom of the screen, and they had uh, the hashtag, hashtag CNN New Year's Eve, CNN NYE. And on the hashtag that you could read people's comments, and the whole screen was just trolled with fake names like Bendover. Uh, I saw Mike <laughs> Oxlong. <laughs> And 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 Bonaire. No, it was great. I mean, I guess it was interesting. Bonaire was on there, (laughs) and we mentioned Andy Cohen was on there. He was drunk, I guess. I was reading in the paper today that many CNN staffers are upset. They say, "Hey, yeah, we're presenting ourselves all year long as sort of the New York Times of television news, the most trusted name in news." And then Andy's on there drunk, who doesn't even work for CNN. Except uh, on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Except on <laughs> New Year's for Eve. For some reason. <laughs> and, you know, uh, you, you, why don't you guys let us be drunk on the air, too, if that's what we're going for here? So yeah. I guess they're upset with Andy. Andy's like, hey, I'm just trying to make the thing interesting. Uh, and by interesting, Andy got on and he blasted uh, Bill de Blasio, who was leaving. And he also blasted that poor kid from Journey. I'm trying to get Andy on this morning so I could talk to him about it. Because Andy, I'm going to point out to Andy, he's a little bit hypocritical. Andy, I'll give you an example. This is what I'm going to say to Andy. You're you're criticizing Journey and saying it's fake Journey because they have, uh, what's the dude's name now from the Philippines? Uh, Pineda, I know the last name. Arnell Arnell Pineda. Thank you, Robin. Arnell Pineda. Arnell Pineda, by the way, is a better singer than Steve Perry at this point. He sings these songs better between you and me. And the lamppost. (laughs) So Andy is one of these guys that goes to Grateful Dead shows with John Mayer. It's called Dead and Friends or something, or it's fake. If you go, if you say it's fake, it's fake Grateful Dead. That isn't Jerry Garcia up there, but Andy enjoys it. So what are you talking about? He goes, it's not Journey if Steve Perry is in fronting the band. Well, okay. He goes to Dead and Company. You ever hear of Dead and Company? There's about three of them out. There's Dead and Friends, Dead and Company, Dead and this, Dead and that. None of them are real Grateful Dead. dead. I go right. to Jerry's uh, grave. <laughs> Uh, believe me, when I hear the Grateful Dead, I wish I was dead. <laughs> I can't stand that fucking band. Fuck them. 
I never, I mean, you know, okay, maybe come here, Uncle John's band. Okay, not, not horrible. Oh, come on, Howard. There's what, what, better than trucking? That. Fuck trucking. If I hear trucking one more time, I'll throw up. <laughs> trucking, like the do I'm in. Trucking. Friend of the devil is a friend of mine. A working man's dead. Okay, I'll give you that. It was, that was a pretty good album, but I mean, those jams, forget about it. So Andy was drunk on uh, New Year's Eve, and he... By the way, fucking Andy, I, this is why I, t- I got to talk to him, because he's, he's always... He's had COVID more than anybody. Like, he's like a walking he's COVID. He's got every version of it. <laughs> he's, yeah, yeah. I think he does he it on every purpose. variant. <laughs> he really has had every variant. He's, he was like one of the first guys who had it, and then he's always like... Meanwhile, New Year's Eve, he's coughing over everyone. I don't even, th- I wonder if he was over it. A lot of these tests aren't reliable. Listen, here's a montage of Andy coughing all over Anderson Cooper. And it- we had dinner a couple weeks ago and I made you got a glass of wine. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, we, uh, he's like a translucent flash <laughs> in the water. <coughs> I was throwing out my back. Oh, my back, really? my back has not been. <coughs> all right, let's go to Richard Quest at the top Richard, of a scraper. So, wow. what's the outfit? Call me cat. Brilliant. It starts January 9th. Wow. Right into the belly of a mall. <laughs> <coughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Right. <laughs> Happy New Year. So, My nails are too long for this. New mayor in There's New York new, City. New this mayor is so exciting. City. Yes. Eric Adams has had a fascinating career. He was a cat. He... Anderson wow. Cooper. Anderson Cooper is as good as dead, if you ask me. Because that's the... <laughs> That's the Omicron cough. Vexed. <laughs> I'm doing the Omicron cough. <laughs> I mean, I never heard so much coughing. I mean, you... I'm going to call him COVID Andy. Hell yeah. He's 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 patient zero over there. He's, yeah, he's got every he's variant. Super spreader. Yeah. Because you know what? He will not slow down. I've seen Andy. I've gone to parties where Andy's been at. Andy lasts. Andy's one of those guys goes to a party for 20 minutes. And the next thing he's like, bye, everyone. I got another party. He always has like three parties to go to. Yeah, I've seen those people. They come in and they say hello. And then it's goodbye on the next round. And they're out of there. I'm also going to ask him if he has a drinking problem. Because why are you so wasted on CNN? And then I know a lot of guys who go to three parties. When you can go there, have two drinks at each party. And then nobody yeah. knows you're drinking a lot. I'm going to ask him. Is he coming on? He might be calling in. He's he's got to watch the baby till the housekeeper gets there, so he can cough on the housekeeper. In fact, Andy's so ahead of the curve. He's not even on Omicron variant. He already had that a year ago. He's on Sigma variant. <laughs> he's got the newest one. He, he, he got the, the latest. latest one. Yeah, and then he coughs on you. <laughs> he was at the premiere of Just Like That, the new Sarah Jessica Parker Sex in the sure. City thing. Yeah, and. Right after that premiere, tested positive for COVID. They're thinking of naming one of the um, new variants after Andy. It's going to be Cohen Cohen twenty twenty two. Yeah, because we're going to run out of Greek the Greek alphabet. We're going to start naming things after people, I guess. They're starting to call him Andy COVID instead of Andy Cohen. <laughs> Andy COVID. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Andy went on a drunken rant 
uh, journey, which I disagree with. I love the new journey. I think, oh, there's Andy. Dude, you're the talk of the town. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Andy COVID. I Andy just said, COVID? Is that what you call yeah. me? Yes, that's what everyone's going, calling you. I, I'm, I'm, oh, that's what everyone calls me. I'm going for number three. I've had the first, I had Delta, and now I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'll get the third. No, I told people you're already on the new variant. You already had Sigma variant. You had, you had Omicron before anybody. <laughs> you're, you know, you're, you're ahead of the curve. You had Omicron before Omicron was cool. Yeah. The gays, the gays do everything first. <laughs> yeah, right. You're trendsetters with clothing, with, yes. with Omicron, yeah, you everything. You know when you're trying to spot a new and up-and-coming neighborhood, you know what you do. Yes. Yes, exactly. First of all, let me, let me tackle a couple of things to you. I'm going to talk to you about your drinking, but not yet. But I'm first going to talk to you about okay. a lighter. Okay. I'm going to talk to you about a lighter subject. Because you're the talk of the town. And I like right. that you went on TV and you spoke your mind. I got no problem with that. You know me. That's right out of the playbook. Yeah, that's what you do. Okay. That's your Absolutely. Trademark. But I got to take you. The king of the rant. The attack on Journey was out of fucking line. Steve Perry is a fuckhead who, let's face it, this kid came in from the Philippines and he totally tore it up. Steve Perry was yeah. such a dick. To all of the dudes in Journey, he's like, right. fuck you guys. You're not going to be able to do jack shit without me. Fuck you, Neil, Sean, and everyone else in that band. And I love they went to the Philippines and found this kid who, quite frankly, between you and me, sings better than Steve yeah. Perry at this point. Okay? Yeah. So, yeah. number one, I think you should apologize to Arnel Pineda. That's what I want to ask you. Are you willing to do it? Okay, well, let me just back up before I get to that and say... I do love the music of Journey, and yes. there is a real Housewives connection to Journey, which is that Neil Schoen is married to, remember the Housewives of D.C., there was that couple that was accused of crashing Obama's first state dinner? Yes. Do you realize that that woman left her husband and married, ran away with Neil Schoen from Journey? Yes, oh, I, do I remember that. I yeah. remember that, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's what? wild. So I mean, I I but, enjoy but that, Andy, that connection. But yeah. Andy, aren't you being hypocritical? You're running around with uh, what's that guitar player John that you're in May, love with? John Mayer. What's that guitar player? Yeah, you're, okay, you're in well, love this with is him. A really good point. You sit this there with the fake Grateful Dead. Point. You go there with the fake and, Grateful Dead and, and listen. And they're not called the Grateful Dead. They're called Dead and Company. That's true. And because it's it's not the original, it's some of the originals and some new. Now, when Van if think about it this way, Journey has not recorded any new music since the great new lead singer is in there. They're doing old right. songs as sung by someone else. Same when with Van Queen. Halen got... Okay, when Van Halen, yeah, good point. When when Sammy Hagar came into Van Halen, they recorded a ton of new music. So, as well, yeah. So, so what's your point? Van Halen. I my point is that it seems like they're doing old Journey stuff. It seems they like are. It's Journey and Friends 
or no. Journey we and know. Company in we the all Day know. The dead is anyone, Bannon Company. Anyone who buys a ticket to the Journey concert, yeah. and I'd like to meet that person. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> if anyone who buys it knows the guys from the Philippines, they know if Steve Perry left the band. If you're if you're that into it, of course. Yes, What's the difference? Yes, yes. Dead and friends. When you go to the Dead show now, so you, I, I'm thrilled. I'll go see John Mayer. Same thing with this kid. All right. right. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Adeline, number one. Okay. okay. You're not so, apologizing, um, is what you're saying, Andy. Are you no, going no, to no. apologize? I'll apologize. Listen, I. By the way. I watched the documentary about when they found him. It's a great right. story, and he's great. I yes. apologize to Arnell, and I love that Neil Schoen is married to Mikhail Salahi. So, great. I love it that this is what you latched on to. I ranted against 18 things, but I I like it that this <laughs> is what got you going. Oh, I'm amused Perry. by that. Fuck Steve Perry. I mean, but, who cares? Who cares I, about him? I didn't yeah. know. I did not know what a dick that that Steve Perry was a dick. I did not yeah. know that. He is. He's a, he's a fidget. Yeah, I, I you know what that, that is? Okay. I see him. I, he's a fidget. I see him singing right. at the Giants games in San Francisco, and that Horrible. seems fun to me. Horrible. Now, Andy, wow. I'm going to talk to you your about show. Steve Perry. No, I would never have him on. I only have talented people on. I only have. <laughs> I'd only have Arnell Parnell. On. <sighs> Pinedo, whatever oh. the name. Is. Hey, Andy. Okay. Okay. Andy. Yeah. Now there are some yeah. CNN staffers. I'm not saying all, but a lot are very. I read in the paper today they're angry with CNN because they put you on New Year's Eve drunk. You're you're quoting Radar Online right now. Are we on yes. the Housewives of Beverly Hills that you are quoting unnamed sources from Radar Online? Um, yes, of course I would. I'm asking you, have yeah. you heard these yeah. rumblings? And how do you feel about it? Because in their point is, hey, CNN, you're out there all year long trying to present yourselves as the voice of reason. You know, we're the voice of record. Yeah. We're almost the New York Times of news. And then for some bizarre reason, on New Year's Eve, you let Andy, who's not even a... a, a, a yeah, yeah, they have. Well, I know why they have you on. You're interesting, yeah. but the, 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 the okay. they're upset because they're like, "How come we can't go on drunk and rant and rave about Journey?" So, what do you think? They're, they're upset. Well, you know, many people are think are saying that I should run for mayor. I'm not mayor of what? Of McDonald's land. Mayor McCheese. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm saying if we're quoting unnamed sources that we're making up, then I'm right. making up other things that people are saying. <laughs> Listen, um, I will not be shamed for having fun right. on New Year's Eve. That's why I'm there. That's why they bring me there. It is also, I will add, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a four and a half hour show. I the know. Booze started kicking in around 1130. So everyone's focusing on kind of the last 45 minutes or hour that we were on the air. I kicked into high gear with 45 minutes left. So we had done 15 interviews before that point. It's a long show. It is a journey, so to speak, to quote your favorite band. And, uh, you know, I, I won't be shamed for it. I had a blast. Anderson had a blast. We left, and we were in the car home. We were like, that was fun. What a fun New Year's Eve. It flew by. 
And, uh, yeah, I will not be shamed by unnamed people. Does anyone at CNN ahead of time give you parameters? I mean, you were literally drinking from the bottle. Yes. And should and what about your drinking? What about your drinking? What, a, what is going on what for real? You have a bar on your Yo. show. Hold it. Yes, I do. It's the only it's the only live show in late night and we serve drinks. Now that being said, I drink, I have a drink on my show. We're on five nights a week. I have a drink on the show either one night a week or two nights a week. And that's how much are you drinking? Drink how much are you drinking? I want you to come clean now with this answer. If you lie, yeah. it yeah. means you've got a problem. How much are you drinking okay. in a week? Okay, and and really give me the real answer. Well, it's really, it's really. I'm on a thing because I got fat during COVID, and right. I'm on a thing where I started. Uh, Sometime in November, I was like, you know what? You can only drink two nights a week. So I brought it down uh, to two nights a week. That's where I am now. And I didn't have any problem doing that. I wasn't, I'm not white-knuckling on the other nights, but that's where I am now. I'm on a two-night-a-week uh, allotment. Uh, how many drinks have you had this morning so far? <laughs> it's what, this well, one this more, well, that's the thing. I can only drink two nights, but I can drink whatever I want in the morning. <laughs> All right. So you say, if I said to you, morning. Andy, if I said to you right now, yeah, Andy, I want you to stop drinking for the next three months. Could you do it? I could do it. I wouldn't like doing it. I would probably get very thin, and I would probably thank you. So, so do it. But I don't. Think, Let's see you do it. I think you have a problem. You think I have a problem because I got drunk on New no. Year's Eve. I think you have a problem because you got the bar on the show. You, you're on live television. You're drinking like crazy. I mean, to the point you got I'm wild. Not drinking like crazy. That is drinking straight from the bottle. So, so quit I, for three months. New Year's Eve, Howard. The, the the it was New Year's Eve. Yeah, but come on, you're a broadcaster. You can't yeah. be. You can't be out of your mind. Uh, and when I see you um, flitting from party to party, like I do sometimes, are you drinking at each uh, party? No. This guy, he when comes I, to a party, he, now, no. he walks in, he goes, I can only stay 20 minutes. I have another party That's to not, go to. First of, all, I first of all, I haven't seen you at a party in about six years. I Second saw you. All, okay. That's true. Where did you see me? I think I, it was honestly, either at. It's been a while. I think it was at John Bon Jovi's house. Maybe or something. I've never been to John Bon Jovi's house. But All right, maybe house. it was a Kelly. Maybe Ripley you were drinking, Howard. I don't know is, what it was. Is there a problem over there? I, don't know. I think it's. <laughs> I saw ago. him at some but party. Here's the thing. Howard, yeah, okay. when I run into you, it would be on Long Island, and I that would mean I'm driving, and I really can't. Uh, I, I don't. I don't drink and drive, so I'm very. No, I get worried serious. about you because, like, even Chris Wilding told me when he went out with Andy, Andy got so drunk on their date that he ran into a door. And uh, I okay. said, you know, first of between, all, yes. okay, we've we've dissected that, <laughs> that meeting, and that was not my finest moment. Okay, that was not my. That was the last stop of a long night, and you're right. That was that was not good. But if you're basing my what you think you know of me of running into me at a party six years ago, my performance on New Year's Eve. A bad moment with Chris Wilding 
That's not, and, and your perception of me on my show, which I wholly believe you have never seen, by the way. Uh, oh, I've seen I, your show. I, I, I guess I, I watch you. This. No, yeah, and, yeah. you know, listen, look, years ago when I was a young man, I was, I was, uh, you know, jacked up and horny. So I always had naked women on because, you know, I was like, yes. I, I need to see naked women. I, 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 I 24 hours a day. I need yeah. to see. Yeah. Then, you know, I met Beth and I'm like, you know, I don't even want to see any naked right. women. Right. You evolved. Yes. Right. I evolved. You, you know, you want to see alcohol. You got it on the show. I, I know this no, behavior. No, 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 no. So I was Here's worried about no, you. you don't, no, listen, I, I truly, this is the thing. When, when my show started, which was now 12 years ago, I, 12 and a half years ago, I truly used to drink every show and I would go out after the show. I mean, I have evolved. My life has evolved. I'm older. I'm a dad. I'm up early now. I can't do it. Truly. Okay. Really All right. Listen, I, have I a friend don't like I... to be fat. I don't like that. I don't like how I look if I'm bloated for real. Well, you know, uh, I understand that, and that's a good motivating force to get the drinking under control. You say, hey, I don't want to be bloated and fat, and I don't want to prematurely age, and absolutely, you want to look good, so that's good. All right, so look. Now, I saw on the paper. No apologies for my drinking on New Year's Eve. None. None. And nobody said anything to you at CNN. No. Oh, so yeah, you had asked me, the only direction that I get every year from Jeff Zucker is have fun. Um, so there you go. And that, that is, that is my job. It was not only a middling year, but it ended in a, you know, car crash of COVID coming down again and Betty White dying on the day of New Year's Eve, who everyone loved. So it was like, you know what? We got to kick it into gear tonight. We got to have fun. A lot of people are home spending their evenings with us. And for a lot of people, by the way, New Year's Eve is a sad night it can be lonely and so if we can have a little revelry that's what we're there to do for four and a half hours when you viciously attacked ryan seacrest new year's eve <laughs> did you uh were you concerned about your relationship with kelly ripa who well, uh, you're, who oh. is one of your best friends have you heard from her uh is she upset with you? is, is ryan seacrest with me What did you say to Ryan Seacrest after viciously attacking him? I did not viciously attack him. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it there and just tell you that I, know. I sent the text the next. No, time. you were terrific. Listen, I applaud anybody who gets on there and isn't so politically correct. You know that. That's my thing yeah, that I like. You're the king. I, you're the 
Absolutely. Change. I love it. Yes. So for you for you to get on and say your feelings about the Blasio or uh, Ryan Seacrest or uh, you know whoever journey, I don't care. It's it's interesting. And so and that, few people are authentic with their feelings these days because everybody's worried about getting pissed off. By the way, the thing Here's another thing that I regret. Towards the end of the de Blasio rant, I said, uh, I said something like, and I have a feeling I'll be here next year. And when I saw a clip, I was like, dude, that's the clip they're going to play when you get canceled this year. They're going to be <laughs> like, I guess he's not going to be there next year. So, you know, you don't do that. Although CNN announced yesterday I'm coming back next year, so I was happy. I was happy for that. Now, can I Andy, ask you a question? Sure, yeah. go ahead. Well, I was going to ask when you. When do you bring it? Yes. No, I'll let you go first. You're the guest. When are you bringing back the news? We want the news back. Yeah, you've said that to me before. We will, you know, yes. we stopped the news when COVID hit. But, uh, you know, yeah, we'll bring back the news maybe on, on, on some days. And then when we don't have a guest, because sometimes it. the show runs long. So Robin and I right. are perfectly willing to do that. I miss the music. I miss your banter regarding the news. I well, love we talk about whatever's opinion. current. We talk about yeah, the news we'll all morning. About other, you know, I things know, that are happening. There's something about saying what you want. News, you want us Robin. to? How about if on the top of the show I go, Robin, let's do the news, and then we just do our show, and then we'll say, here's the news. <laughs> Would you be okay Fred with it? Plays the Robin theme song. Yes. Now, what Fine, is going on show. with your? I am still thinking you are actively transmitting COVID. You're caught. Or something. We, you're, you're always diseased. Yeah. We, we, and sometimes I think it's a publicity stunt. He, he has something every year. If you think about Andy's career, every year he has a major health event. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whether it's COVID. Really? Oh, absolutely. What, what made that point? the COVID? Somebody figured it out the other day. They were like, Andy always has something going on. Uh, well, yeah. Health-wise, once a year to to well, any. No, that's, excuse me, I had skin cancer on my lip once. That's it. The skin cancer. Twice. Yes. 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 Okay. It, well, I mean, those aren't exactly. I know. Well, skin cancer was common. hot at one time, and now COVID's hot. You just do everything. Yeah, it's a hot thing. Yeah. Chris Wilding. Stay current, man. I want to get the hot thing. Chris Wilding had a theory that you were sick every year for. Uh, ratings purposes, but uh, what do I know? <laughs> well, what, we, we think Andy's dying. No, I heard that he. I heard that he said that I was uh, that I had fake COVID the first time that I had it. <laughs> yeah. Did you say I, that? I did suspect. I did. I did want to see the antibody test because he seemed to. <laughs> he seemed, it seemed a little too perfect at the time, but I no, believe he had it. Andy. He had it. He had Thank it. And because I, I was first up. Thank you. And oh, Andy, yeah. as and long you, as I got you, you on here. Yes, Chris. Yeah, what is Andy that? did that thing where, where like it's touch and go. He didn't know. He might have to go to the hospital. He didn't go to the hospital. That's a thing people do when they want to play up COVID a little bit. So you're just I do think bitter, he played Chris. it up a little bit. Yeah, By the way, I tell Andy. Chris, like you're going to be in bed with COVID in about a week. I'm not. I don't leave the house. I don't, I don't do like you. I'm you left the house. You went to you went to uh, see your boyfriend in uh, Colombia or Panama. Well, wherever. My, my, first of all, first of all, Omicron was not a thing. I masked up, and that's my ex boyfriend now, and that's a whole other story. Oh, so let's oh. Not worry about oh. him. Okay, I'm not. Well, I'm not going back to Panama. 
Why don't you tell Andy you became a bottom for this guy in case Andy might you might have yeah, some interest would change. Yeah. I mean, Andy, you really yeah. missed out. Like you know, just a, like a big, powerful guy kind of overpowered me, and I let him. I let him. You know, have me. It was very nice. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Andy, what is going on? Everyone wants to know what's going on with your love life. You are the top gay. I've appointed you that. Um, what I is going it. on for real? Are you just? Uh, uh, still lonely and unloved, or, or what's going on? <laughs> I have really? the greatest love of my life, which is my son. First, we know that. That's and not what I'm talking about. No, I mean, I go on dates. I have not found. I, I would. I. I would. I was lamenting this yesterday for a long time on the radio. I. Uh, yeah, I want to. I. I want to lock this up. It's. It's mm. like. Yeah. Why not? Why not though, Anderson Cooper? God, the two of you together look great. I mean, I don't know if he's a bottom. Is he a bottom, uh, Anderson? <laughs> I know you want a bottom. Tell me later. Tell me later. Tell me but later. I think he'd yeah. bottom for you. Why? Why? Why are you not with Anderson Cooper? Uh, we're not. Tell me seriously. We're just great friends. No, seriously, we are just You're, great friends. It would not work. We do not have the. We don't have that extra spark, you know. How you is he too? Is him. he too old for you? Because you like him young. No, he's not. No, 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 no. He's not too old for me. It would be that would be great to find someone age appropriate. My God, have you guys ever done yeah. anything together? Nothing. No, we've it's, never seen each other. We've never seen each other undress. Never give each other a hand job. Nothing, just for the hell of it. <laughs> oh well, that we did. I mean, we did that after New Year's. That's what I figured. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. just a relief. What do you think we did? I mean, it was it was a slow night after. What is it about Anderson Cooper that keeps you from falling in love with him? If I can be serious for a minute, seriously, what is it that keeps me from falling? Yeah, listen, like, I just think we. I think if you if you go into something romantically, it 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 we didn't. It's not how. It's not what our relationship is based on. We're hmm. just friends. There's not, that's not a part of it. I think at this point, we know each other too well. We're not attracted really? to each other in that way. Is it and the white hair, maybe? Because it, it ages him, maybe. The translucence? No. Yeah. No, it's just, he's just not yeah. your thing. No, he's a handsome guy. He's a handsome guy. I, uh, think, he, I think he modeled when he was young. Maybe, it, he you did. know. Yes, he did. No, he's a he handsome did. guy. What can I tell you? Oh, it's I mean, not, the two of you. We're not. We're not in that place. We're not in that place. So, but like, listen, if, are you still, um, are you still raising that kid? Or are you over it yet? I still, I still have him. Still you have still have him? him? Yeah. Like you're you actively. You have, yeah. uh, He's here. You know where He's he here. is. I was with him this morning. I was with him all morning. When is the last I would have called in earlier. <laughs> when is the I know I poor poor Andy Bobby looking at the clock where the hell is the nanny where the hell is the nanny nanny doesn't show up till 9 a.m. and Andy's sitting there you know waiting for the nanny must Listen, be I love my morning time with Ben and everyone was saying oh you must have been so hungover on January 1st I was up early with my kid having a tea party on the floor of his room yeah I could imagine you're a fun dad that's for sure do you I am I am. When is I'm going to be very personal now, and I hope you can handle it. Oh boy! Okay. When is the last time you had full-on sex with another person? 
Everyone wants to know. Is, does everyone want to know that? Yeah, I want to know. I want to know. I'm talking about full uh, It really hadn't occurred to me to say that. <laughs> blow, blowing yeah, each you, other, Robin. putting it in. I'm talking about, about when the news is going to. Andy. <laughs> I'm talking about full-on blowing each other, putting in another guy's ass, the whole, the whole enchilada. When is the last like one? Like, no quickie, just a, a whole thing. Yeah. Oh, boy. It when was, is the last uh, one? It was a week ago. Oh, now you're talking. Yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah. Was it great? Yeah. Where'd you meet this guy? Oh, boy. It, it, One, it, it's it's an old friend. Is it the I mean, typical? Anderson and I, we were preparing for New Year's Eve, and then one oh. thing led to another. No, come on. Was it a one-night stand or a, a potential relationship? No, 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 no. It's someone I know. No, it's someone I know. Someone. And someone you know that used to be a friend, like in the, in the Anderson kind of way, was a friend, and then suddenly, was no. it like, no. was it, I usually, can I take a guess? I usually can I take a guess? Was it Don Lemon? No. It's no. no one that you know whatsoever. No. But can I tell Why you something? Why say that? <laughs> I don't know. He's I'm gonna, just going to just pick from he's, CNN? <laughs> yeah, he's, no, maybe... no, he's just thinking of every gay person that he knows or has heard of. And then he's going to he's gonna go through them all and, and see which one it is. But was I it a fuck buddy? Was it, was it Wolf Blitzer? Basically. 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 <laughs> no, seriously, it, it Andy. Was it a fuck buddy, yeah. or is it somebody you're romantically interested in who who could potentially be Mr. Andy Cohen if uh, he if plays his cards right? I would say it was somewhere in between. Wow. This is big news. What does no, that way in between really. mean, Howard? You're, that's big news? I don't even I don't understand yeah, exactly. what he's saying. I'm trying to make news. Howard, do you, are, are you friends with... I, I totally respect that, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, uh, are you, are you, could you be friends with someone and then years into it decide, oh, I, I want to have sex with you? Is that? Absolutely. That... Yes. Absolutely. Really? Yes. Yeah, of course. If someone was hot and it was like, okay, let's say I wasn't married. Right. And yeah. all of a sudden someone I knew. Like I met when I was out in Los Angeles, I, you know, I occasionally stayed in touch with them, blah, 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 blah. And she said to me, hey, you know, or she gave me the, you know, the go ahead. Sure, I would. Of course. Interesting. That I never mean, happened while you were single? Somebody who was just a friend? Yeah. It happened. It sure. Of course. Ooh. I was like a fucking really? like yeah, a rabbit. Who? Are you kidding for that year? Who was it? <laughs> I, who wasn't yeah, it? Who was it? All of a sudden, <laughs> you were you like, knew? <laughs> was how promiscuous? Robin? How promiscuous are you, Andy? Do you like how many people in a year do you think you fuck? Probably two. Really? Now that's yeah. news. No. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. <laughs> All right. Did you get what you wanted from the Beverly Hills Housewives reunion? Yeah, you know, you started out slow. Did he do getting... a good job? Yeah, Andy did yeah, a good job. Yeah, because you watched the first one, and I was like, you were like, I'm worried about Andy. I don't think he's going to deliver. So I just want to know if you felt like I did. No, okay. you delivered. Yeah. It was good. You asked oh, all the okay. questions. I mean, I think Erica Jane. She's not I forthcoming, mean, though, huh? No. 
Uh, no, I would have hooked that broad right up to a lie detector. I'm not kidding. <laughs> do you? I don't know. Do you watch I don't know Salt Lake City, Howard? I started it. I. You know what? I, I think I'm just a Beverly Hills Housewives guy. Uh, yeah, you are. You are. I've heard some rumors about New York. This. I've heard rumors about New York Housewives, but I'm not going to ask you on the air. I'm going to uh, no, probably have to. Oh, yeah. I would be interested mm-hmm. to have that conversation. I heard a oh, wild oh, rumor. I I, yeah, I think I know what you heard. Um, I would like to ask you, Ben Affleck, I loved that interview. Now, after was one, it was over, he, yes, it got so much press, and the press was about a line that he said about Jennifer Garner about his drinking. Did you think that was overblown given the context of the conversation, or did you think that that deserved to be um, a Andy, point of controversy? I was so upset about that because I'll tell you why. Like you, I thought that this guy, Ben Affleck, who I don't really know well, right, was so open and honest that afterwards yeah. I even called him and said, I got to tell you, this was so fabulous. And especially the stuff he talked about with addiction. Who do you know? And I said this on the air already, but I'll tell you. Who do you know that hasn't been in a relationship or a marriage? who hasn't used the term, I felt trapped. I know tons of people who are divorced or, you know, they broke up with somebody. And they said, you know, you know, and it's basically he was saying, you know, I'm a decent guy. I have children with this wonderful woman. I don't want to hurt her. But I felt trapped because I was no longer in love. And what I tried to do, I turned to the bottle. I started drinking heavily because I didn't want to hurt anybody. I thought that that was such an open and honest answer. Uh, I don't think it was disparaging toward his wife. I thought it was honest. And, you know, in a day of public relations and PR people who tell you to shut your mouth, he was being very relatable and saying, here was my struggle. And so I had to quit drinking. I had to stop blaming every, everything on, uh, uh, on this and that. And I had to stop being trapped and thinking I'm trapped. And so he manned up. And he, I assume, told his wife he wasn't in love anymore. Right. And that's a real story. And that's what, you know, all this bullshit, all this whitewashing of reality, where everyone on Instagram pretends to have a perfect life. Yeah. But a good person feels trapped from guilt. A bad person doesn't give a fuck and just leaves. The good person does feel trapped. I thought it was spectacular. It was a great interview, but did so it, it annoyed you that that was that that became the clickbait from the interview. I felt bad for him because I don't feel that's what he was saying. The way they just right. took a two-hour interview and said, "Hey, Ben Affleck felt trapped. And he blames his wife for drinking." No, that's not true. Right, right, right. What do you think of that? It, what I just said. Do you agree? No, I agree. I agree. That's why I wondered, because when I read it, it's what always happens. It's like when you hear he, Andy Cohen savagely trashed Ryan Seacrest, and then you listen to the clip, and you're like, that's what that was? And so this is like I read the headline, and I was like, oh, that sounds horrible. And then I listened to the interview, and I, I talked about it on the radio. I was like, that's not, it's not representative of the conversation that, they had so I yeah absolutely i remember yeah. i was talking to robin on the air one day and i i was talking about joe rogan and i very briefly mentioned him and then i went on to talk about something else and the, the headline the next day was howard stern trashes joe rogan now right 
right. I don't listen to Joe Rogan. I don't. I haven't had contact with Joe Rogan since uh, since the early nineties. I don't even know right. what he's talking about. So I mean, yeah. if I was going to trash him, I'd have to know something about him even. Uh, but the headline was there, and I was quite shocked. And I said to myself, "Well, that's the headline. Who gives a fuck?" But um, it's misleading. You know, it's um, it was two separate conversations right next to each other. But I don't know. Maybe I was a poor communicator. So this has happened to me over and over again. But in the case of Ben Affleck, um, I thought, "Wow, how refreshing!" This guy was so honest. That's what you yeah, want. No. You, you know, you, you want that from a, if a guest comes on. And by the way, he doesn't do interviews like that ever. So that's why it was was the culmination of of kind of wanting to hear about a lot of stuff. Now I heard you talking about the Beatles documentary, which I loved more than anything. At the end of the day, watching that, don't you think that that became proof that Yoko did not break them up? Look, the reality is, all jokes aside, Yoko didn't break up the Beatles, but you have to admit, watching it, it was weird for a group. How much like, she was in there. I mean, now, it's not her fault. John, I think Paul says it in the documentary, he goes, John's so in love with her, and we know that John never had a mother, never had a father. He was tossed around. Literally, I think Yoko became his, you know, his, his mother, everything. in a sense, his everything. And he couldn't yeah. bear to have her away from him. It just gave him something. I think if he had said to the rest of the Beatles at the time, listen, I, I got a thing going on with this woman. I can't even bear to have her apart from me. It keeps me here in the studio. Maybe they would have understood better because it was odd behavior. It was unusual. When you have a dynamic and you write with people, because I write with people all the time, it would be weird if they brought their spouse staring at you the whole time. It's weird. It it's weird. Be, but it also becomes weird because you look at Paul and John and you watch them creating music together and you see so much love between them. I mean, like, they were in love on a totally other level. Right. They, they were. Yeah. I once asked Paul, I said, Paul, you were in love with John. Now, he got he got uncomfortable with that analogy of the love. But he, he so he backed it's off. it's true. From you it. see it. Watch the thing. Yes, and in a way, the breakup had to be, in a sense, Paul, I've got a woman now. The, this, it was like, fuck you, you're not my girlfriend anymore. I'm leaving you. There was such a dynamic there during that movie. It was wild. And then Paul had yeah. to bring his girlfriend in, and she sat in for a whole yeah, day. Yeah, pretty soon everybody was bringing somebody, you know. Somebody, George yeah. had those two uh, Hari Krishna-looking yeah. guys over in the corner. <laughs> but it was it was wonderful, that, that documentary, because we got to see geniuses uh, creating. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I'm with Ringo's you. clothes were amazing. It was great. I loved it. How well, Andy, has Ringo aged? Now, have you seen him recently? He's 80, 80 or 81 years old. You know, people get plastic surgery. They do all kinds of shit to stay young. Whatever Ringo's doing, and I don't think he's doing plastic surgery. All right, he colors his hair. But other than that, right. the guy looks phenomenal, and he moves like a young no, he man. he does look good. Yeah, he does. He does. He loves it. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I love you guys. Love you guys. Love you. When I'm, are you I'm listening. Back? When well, are you here we go again. Out of the building, you're bringing disease in all the time. 
Robin, you did it on the head. When you when they clear when they clear the building of you, we're coming back. <laughs> I was there yesterday, coughing my way around the halls. Well, I'm going to tell you something. The, yes. the COVID tests are not accurate. <laughs> we see this. People right. are running around. Right. I hear your cough. I heard right. it on on uh, on uh, New Year's Eve night. New Year's Eve. You, yeah, yeah. yeah, you got it. You got to stop. You got to slow down, get rid of the cough, and then come into the building. I mean, no one wants to go near you at this point. Listen, you need to just go out, get COVID, and be done with it. Oh, no. That's a silly idea. That's a bad idea. Just get it and be done with it. All of you, come into the office, get your COVID, come back, and you'll be like, you know what? Great. It's over. But let's say, Andy, thank God for that. But as someone who's gone through it twice, which you have, you got to say thank God for this vaccine because I got news for you. Oh, thank God. No, 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 yep. no. Thank God for the vaccine. I mean, it would have been so much worse. And I know right now, I mean, I know so many people with COVID right now. And I know so many people's parents who have it who are in their 80s who thank God they're, they have the vaccine and the boost. And it's not like, oh, my parents are dying it's like they're in bed with covid they're really right. tired and now they're fine literally i know four 80 year olds who just got over covid which is pretty incredible given that a, a, a year and a half or two years ago i, I knew a, a couple friends of my parents forever who were in their 80s who got covid and both of them passed away so you're exactly is, right the, you're exactly right yeah. this vaccine works yeah. man it works yeah yeah. And thank God for it. And if the rest of these fuckheads in this country would take it, maybe we'd be having an yeah. easier time of it. But they won't do it. Well, they we won't still do have it. the rest of the world to contend with that's not that getting too. vaccinated because we can't yes. get enough vaccine in every place. And that's where the variants are coming from. You notice that do the last know, one, Omicron, came from South Africa. Do you know I take them? I'm coming uh, to the bowling alley and I'm going to hack. I'm going to hack my way through that bowling alley. How dare you? How dare you? If you me. saw me walking around the Hamptons, would you just run the other direction at this point? Absolutely, yes. I would. Yeah. I would. I believe that you are the guy who started the COVID-19. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 Oh, man. So, uh, listen, I wish you a happy new year. I wish you love in the new year. I don't know who this new guy is. I Thank wish you'd you. make the announcement. Would you announce the guy's name on the air and tell us is a little bit about it? Is it yet, or are we still checking this out? No. 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 No what? You no guys, what? don't worry about me. I'm great. Don't worry about the unnamed sources. Everything's good. You Thank are you a playboy. Call in. You're, a, you're a playboy. I know it. You, the, wor- the world is your oyster. You can get a lot of guys. But at some point, you're going to have to settle down. Bring it's back time. the news. I'll bring back the news when you settle down. How's that? <laughs> okay. Right. The, the first news story will be the announcement of uh, your yeah, engagement. Right. right. <laughs> That'll be the top story. You That's bet. Funny. All right. Listen, by uh, the way, I should mention, thanks, let me guys. give you a plug. Let me give you a plug. Oh, yeah. Okay. You've got, I think, Real Housewives of Dubai starting soon, right? What? Yeah. We, dude, we have, we, have, we have nine cities that, uh, that we have going right now. Who's yeah. in Dubai? We've not announced the cast yet, but it's great. But what, are they uh, going to be wearing burkas and 
No. Are we going to see them? It's what a, what are we a, seeing? It's a, it's, it's a new Dubai, Robin. <laughs> it's a new what's Dubai. The, what's your, how do you have time for it? Like, in other words, you, with your nightly show, I imagine you're busy with that. But are you yes. actively producing all of these Real Housewives uh, an, shows? I am an active. I am an. I am an active EP of all the Housewives shows. We've got. And what does that mean, five. Andy? What does it mean? In other words, to well, be the EP. Is, what it means is casting. Um, it means watching cuts of shows uh, and doing notes on them. I do. I watch every every episode of every Housewives and. Um, do editorial notes. This doesn't make sense. This music's too much. You know, whatever, whatever hits you. Uh, we should flash back to X or Y, or this isn't going to make sense to people. Uh, and uh, you know, anything that comes up during shooting that just kind of troubleshoot with the women if I need to. Um, and of course, the reunions. Would you have been a billionaire by now if you? The, you developed the concept of Real Housewives while you were working for uh, A and E, right? Yes. Yeah. So Bravo, you didn't Bravo. You, so, for Bravo. Bravo. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. if I was like the outside guy, would I be richer than I am? Yes. Um. Probably yes. But I wound up the the, the I wound up pivoting and going on camera, which wound up um, helping me in other ways. Understood, but as an EP, you normally, if you had brought this to the network, you'd own a bigger piece right, of it, yeah. right? So Correct. you don't own the fran Do you own the franchise Real Housewives? Bravo you do does. not own it. Bravo does. Bravo, Bravo owns it. Oh. Yes. Does that drive you crazy in a way? Why not, Andy? No, it really leave doesn't, Bravo. because when I left my day job at Bravo uh, to go host Watch What Happens Live full-time, that we made a deal that they kept me on as an executive producer for hire of all the housewife shows. So that was a really amazing way for me to stay involved as a producer and, um, share in it. But Bravo's biggest, uh, for me, the only thing I know about Bravo is real housewives. I mean, honestly, no, that's death. basically what it is. <laughs> it's real housewives. No, I mean, there's deck. nine. No, 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 no. They got three below, below decks going. But that's uh, Mark Cronin. Still going strong. What'd you say? Isn't that Mark Cronin, my buddy? Is that Mark Cronin? Yes, yeah. Mark Cronin. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Mark used to used to write with me. Oh wow! Yeah, Love and then he went off to L.A. Now, so so what I'm saying is, your franchise is huge there. Yeah, I, I I would think you have them by the balls, so to speak. And uh, would be getting a major financial consideration out of that whole franchise. It's practically the whole network. But I think because they own it, you can't really pressure them into that. I mean, everything's it's, good. I love so why my not, relationship but, with and, them and with the housewives. They why not leave? On. It's an EP of, yeah, but what are they paying you for that? How much, money, how much money are you getting for that? We'll talk about it later. Who's your agent? Don't worry about it. Hmm. Don Buckwald. Oh, okay. Well, then I know you're being handled well. You know, you talk about Bravo before Housewives. You know what it was? Inside the actor's studio. And three people were watching that shit. Now, Andy really revolutionized this fucking franchise.
He, he, point, he took no, it in a listen, different direction. I joined, You're damn right. No, I joined when no, I joined when Queer Eye was there. Okay. They were they were on a they were on a run when I got there. They were what on a run. run. We just took them. <laughs> we just went on a big. No, Queer Eye was a huge show for Bravo. It really. That's one yeah. show. Yeah. You got 24 well, hours a day. Sometimes one show is all it takes. That's a nice walk. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, and I'm not, and I'm saying this, if I was Andy, no, I, know, I, I would, it. what if Andy took his talents to another network, set up a production Well, now deal. everybody's ripped off the concept. Everybody's yeah. got their hot wives. Yeah, that, or, they've got all, you know, the basketball wives, all of that stuff. That is I wonder what, I, I really wonder what Andy receives because he does a good job with that franchise. And I'm just wondering what kind of dough he gets for this. Because, you know. I well, mean, it's just like working for the phone company. It's good. You know, anything you develop there belonged to the phone company. It didn't belong to you. There you go. There you hmm. go. Well, let me tell you this. Nobody's complaining. You're happy. I'm, I couldn't be happier. Everything's great. Let me ask Siri how much you are worth. Hold on a second. I want to know. Oh, God. oh Siri Hold on. is going to tell you how much I'm worth? Hold on. Hey, Siri. Oh, huh? How much is Andy Cohen's net worth? As of 2018, the estimated net worth of Andy Cohen was about 15 million U.S. dollars. 15 million dollars. For the guy who invented US. Real Housewives US. and U.S. dollars. That's not even <laughs> pounds. It is a U.S. dollars. Uh, I got to tell you, not that there's anything wrong with amassing $15 million. That's certainly a major accomplishment in any in any realm. I would have thought you would well, triple that. With, well, with, maybe he spends uh, a lot. That doesn't mean he's not making a lot. No, 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 no. <laughs> he's a... He's a billionaire in Turkey, not here. That's why he's in Dubai. <laughs> Andy, fifteen oh million, God. is that accurate? It's not accurate. There's um, more or less? It it, it it will never if I say more it's bad, if I say less it's bad, so I say nothing. But I gotta go, you guys. No, you don't. What do you have? I know to I do? actually do. I know I actually what are you gonna, do. Where are you going? I, I well, I'm supposed to be at the gym in 12 minutes, oh, the and then gym. i got to go to watch What Happens Live. Excuse me? I'm when trying to take care of myself. You're ragging on me. On you here? think I don't take care? What did you say? He's, go he's going to the gym to go spread COVID. Right. I was like, when did you get over COVID? <laughs> <laughs> don't cough. I told you I'm trying to get the new variant. <laughs> All right. Listen, I love you, Andy. Uh, God bless. I'm guys. happy for you. Happy New Year. Thanks. I'm glad you settled. All. I'm glad you're not drinking heavily. I'm glad that your uh, show is doing well. I'm glad about Dubai. And I'm happy for you Thanks. and your son. There you go. Who and, came and up it, with Dubai as the name? And learn to, and learn to be in it's love with uh, Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Think about him. I think he'd be a good I'll matchup. Why are you trying to, to hook them up? Is Anderson free? Do you Anderson know that for sure? Because they just know it'd be fantastic. They'd be such a power <laughs> couple. Even I'd invite them over Ch for a party. Channel 102 Radio Andy. Channel 312 Andy's Kiki Lounge. New DJ every night. Love you guys. Love you too. Good luck at the gym. What are you Bye. bench pressing these Thank days? You. All right. Bye-bye. What'd you what say? You oh, my God. I said, massive. You can't believe. You take... All right. All right. Go ahead. Goodbye. Bye. Wonder what, Bye. wonder what gym Andy goes to. Yeah. 
Are you kidding? Like, I don't want Andy over my house, and I don't want Anderson Cooper over my house, but together, I want Together, them then they're, yes. you know, you're, they're throwing a party for them. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'd officiate that marriage. What do you think of that? <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, yeah. No, Andy was the talk of the town. You know, that little rant on uh, New Year's Eve, they, people didn't, people were like up in arms. My God, he it apparently doesn't phase him. You know, that's a really cool character who could care less what mm -hmm. unnamed sources says. I just got doused with confetti from the fake journey appearing on ABC. <laughs> if it's not Steve Perry, it doesn't count. I mean, really. Whee! <laughs> he says that's the last 45 minutes of the show <laughs> right the, the other 45 minutes or whatever well the 10 hours no the one other was four ranting. hours were fine uh, believe me i'd be drunk as a skunk if i had to stand in the middle of twenty thousand people during a pandemic so i don't blame them i would have to get high as a kite Hoping the alcohol would keep you from getting sick. Yeah. Hey, let me wrap up the show with... Uh, Before we, we we go, we should talk about um, Betty White and the cause a, of death. Oh, good. Yeah, what do you got? What is the cause she of She died death? of natural causes in yeah. her sleep. Yeah, that woman had a blessed life amazing that's how yeah. you want to go you don't even know you're going but people have been trying to make this about covid there have been rumors circulating oh. that she had a covid shot a couple of days before she died and that this was a reaction to the vaccine oh, that is completely untrue her uh friend and pr person said she was not sick she had nothing going on, and she had not had her booster yet. And the there's a quote floating around that she said, you know, um, get your vaccines and eat your greens or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, he said her life was not political. She never would have said a statement like that, and she was not boosted. So it had nothing to do with that. It was just she was 99. I heard a rumor that Andy gave her COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good i'm glad you cleared that up yeah. uh, let me take one call and we'll i was going to read you some of the fan feedback because i'm behind on that too Lori, you're on the air in louisiana louisiana everyone loves louisiana how are you Lori? good morning i love you and love everyone there and i wanted to just ask i know chris had just popped on the air real quick if he would elaborate you know, we had all the gossip before the holidays that he was dating this gentleman down in Panama. If he would elaborate on what happened. And, and I love Chris and I love his impression of Dr. Now. In fact, when you started talking about the show, I started watching, you know, his six, my 600 pound life or whatever. So would Chris elaborate on what happened? Yeah, I'm kind of curious. I was going to maybe get to that tomorrow, but I hear what you're saying. Like, maybe we want to know now. All right. Let, let, hey, Chris. I had a feeling that this was not a relationship that was going to last. Everyone was saying <laughs> it, but I don't know what happened. I have, I've not been privy to Chris's. Uh, last time I saw Chris was over New Year's, not New Year's, uh, the Christmas. We had a staff Christmas party. 
which was weird. We did it over Zoom. And uh, here, Lori, I'm, I'm going to drop your phone just so because it gets a little annoying. Okay, unless you have a specific question, I'm I'm, I'm talking to Chris for you. So sure. just go listen. All right. So I saw Chris at the Christmas party, which is we we do it over Zoom. I I was actually on my way into the city, so I, know, I lost that was connection. Very strange. Yeah, it was weird. I was in the car, but the Zoom held up pretty we were well. Going in and out, we couldn't quite hear what you were saying. Sometimes it was chaos. <laughs> Yeah, was chaos, but Chris was yeah. real. I, as much as you can bond with someone over a, a Christmas party, I was able to bond with Chris because he's funny. He like he just makes funny noises and makes. Yeah, like, I don't think I even did. I see you, Chris. You wind up in strange places in that party, and you don't you, you don't wind see up, everybody. You wind up in these in these weird rooms. No offense to whoever was making the rooms, but I was in some bad room. <laughs> and then, and then there's one main room, and that's the best room. I wish they would just leave yeah. us all in the main room because Ronnie's doing shtick, and you're doing stuff with Ronnie Robin, and I'm chiming in, and everyone sort of is laughing. It has it feels like a party. Right. Well, the idea, the idea rooms. of the private rooms, I get it because it's hard to conduct. You know, only the most vocal people. When you have a hundred people in one room all together, actually get to say hello. But uh, I kind of was gone once the uh, drag queens came on. We had uh, entertainment too. When the drag yeah, queens I, came I on, I at the entertainment myself. <laughs> no, knock to them, but over Zoom, it just sounded like a bunch of noise. I couldn't really like at one point. I, the drag queen like goes, Portugal. "Oh, hi, Chris. How are you? What's going on?" And then uh, Chris would go, hey, what's happening? And be like, I don't know what's happening with you. And I was like, like I, I'm, I'm out of here. That's it. It was like being at Oprah's house without the food. It was a lot of yelling. And, but I had fun. I, I liked the drag queens. They were from Portugal. It was, it was weird. It must have been like 1 a.m. over there. It was so strange. At one point in the party, Fred's wife was there, which, you know, some, some years Fred has his wife with him and some years he doesn't. But yeah, Fred's wife was yeah. there. I was surprised that she showed up because, yeah, it, it is iffy. You don't know if you're going to see Allison. She's the and best. She, she's the best. She yelled out at one point, can you put me in a room with people I want to talk to? And I think, sadly, I think I, I was I think I was in the room. Well, in her defense, I think she was deep in her cups. <laughs> she was what? Deep in her cups? <laughs> she was deep in her cups. That's the new excuse when you're drunk. Oh, is that what happened, Fred? Yeah, she, you know what? I think she mistimed her drinking a little bit. I, you know, she <laughs> she uh, I think she had a couple of belts in her, so uh, she had, she had her Bill she, De Blasio moment, and she and she blurted out, "Can you put me in a room with people I want yeah, to talk to?" I mean, to? look, it, you, you know, be what in it a is? room with oh, people great. we I, like. I think that's what. what she said. I don't think she said no, no. No, I think people were pointing words in her mouth, in her drunken I mouth. See. I should say. What did she say? <laughs> No, was she like, overserved? Can you put us in? Can you? Yes, she was overserved. Can you put me in a room with people that I know? I think is really what it came down to. And that well, we were all there by at the some time. other she some other what? wags that went. Uh, hey, I think uh, I think I don't think she likes us. So, do you uh, do so you great. lean in? Do you lean in at that point and say to her, "Hey, listen, honey, maybe it's time for you to go lay down," or do you just like do you just keep your mouth shut? I was trying to ride the pony as long as I could, and. <laughs> And then uh, I think uh, I think she knew at a certain point that uh, she, she might did. Have a little, she she got yeah. that that was she was like, not oh, most, I think this is not my best moment. So, yeah, not the most diplomatic thing to say. Not the most diplomatic thing to say. So in in her defense, you know, she was uh, overserved. I don't want to say anything bad about Gary because yesterday I felt guilty because <laughs> I evidently blew up at him. 
I guess I was overly <laughs> critical, but um, I'm giving. Why are you speech. shaking your head like I was overly critical? <laughs> nah, I don't know. I was just, just keeping it real. But anyway, um, you know. But anyway, I, I was like, everyone goes, "Hey, Howard's here, give a speech," and I wasn't really planning on saying anything because it's weird over Zoom. But I'm like, you know, hey, I just want to tell you how grateful I am to everybody, and you know, for the job they do. And I, and I look on my screen, and you know, I didn't have much to look at on my screen because I had I was on my iPhone in my car. But right, right, you can't see. Very of course, much. the one person it's focused on is Gary, and he's stuffing his mouth the whole time I'm giving this speech. Like he didn't, <laughs> really? he's eating his meal. And I'm telling you, I was like, if I gave a shitty speech, which I did, I was just like, I was just like, uh, Gary's like chomping uh, away on, like, why is he doing that? Like, like, he, no wonder you gave a shitty speech. You weren't even thinking about what you were saying. You were watching Gary. I know, I know the idea is to, like, everyone wants to get a meal and bring their right. meal to the, but you know what? If it was me and I was Gary. I would eat my meal before and not eat in front of everybody. <laughs> but but I, I, you know, rules. <laughs> so this is the internal dialogue going in my head while I'm speaking and watching Gary eating. I'm going like, why is like, why didn't Gary just eat? You know, he's like, <laughs> like, 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 like going at it, like, like, like full on, like he's not even, I'm like, am I his entertainment or something? <laughs> I don't know. I, I would have eaten like I ate dinner and then I logged on. To the party. Right. So did I. You know, you know what I mean? No, who's, who thinks that they look good eating? You just don't. Very awkward. It's very awkward on Zoom to eat. You oh, gotta yeah. have your head up and you're trying to eat and your food's falling. It's not fun. Maybe like I would have said to Gary, but again, I don't want to be accused of being mean, but I might have said, don't make yourself a circus attraction during the Christmas party. You know what I mean? <laughs> I but. didn't know you were looking at that. I got a lot of you email. You did be distracted when you were talking. <laughs> I, I was. It wasn't a great speech. I got. But I'm blaming Gary again. You know. I know you're going to be all mad at me. But uh, as the listeners were, they said I was too hard on Gary. And and you know what I did? I fucking edited my speech that I gave this in the morning. Yep. Good. The only Good. people who heard my live rant were the people who were listening live. If you weren't listening live, you heard a sanitized version of me screaming about Gary. And they were still I angry? <laughs> I felt bad because Gary didn't deserve Gary's a good guy, and I ended up liking yeah. his gift, as it turns out. Yeah. But I would have just said to Gary, could you not eat during my speech? Because <laughs> on Zoom, it's like, you know. You got a close-up of somebody yeah, eating. A close, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> Gary, why didn't you eat before the party? <laughs> it was bad timing on the delivery is all I could say. Yeah. Because you know what it is? I'm being serious now. No bullshit. With Zoom, the person who pops up on your screen, especially when you're on your phone, is the person who's talking. Gary was eating so loud with his teeth. That's why that, he showed well, up. Yes. That's not true because I yeah, muted it's it. It's true. I, I, was mu I muted it when no, I was No, you eating. weren't. Because okay. every time you went... <laughs> I'm telling you, you popped up on my screen. Why did you pop up over, let's say, Chris Wilding or Robin or anybody else? Again, I apologize. All right. No, again, I'm not trying to single you out. Well, what are you trying to do? I'm just trying to say, <laughs> why do you need That's exactly on... what you're trying to do. Oh, why, do, why are you eating on Zoom? Like, why would you do that? You know people goof on you eating. I thought we, I thought we were all supposed to have our dinner there. I misinterpreted Yeah, well, of course we are. But who does it? No one. Except <laughs> you. You're sitting there stuffing himself. What were you eating, by the way? Uh, I think it was chicken parm. Yeah, chicken parm, which is, by the way, 
is a messy food. I I I know chicken parm is like you're gonna get that cheese takes a and lot sauce. of chewing. Oh, he was. <laughs> Each bite was like twenty five chews. And Gary's wife is like horrified. She looks like, oh my god, he really eating chicken parm in front of everybody. I wouldn't do it. That's me. And I know Understood. I'm, I'm hey, accused listen, of being I, mean to Gary. I, I don't mean to I be mean. I won't fight you. I'm sorry. I, I, Am I being I, mean? I, no, no. I actually thought that afterwards. Even Mary said, are we supposed to be eating? I was like, well, that's what they said to do. And she was like, <laughs> I, and like so I get it. I, lesson learned, point taken. You would have been a good Nazi because the, Hitler said, <laughs> round up all the Jews. And all the Germans went and did it. They didn't argue with him. Do not question. People, people say no, to Gary. Eat on, I hear eat on Zoom. I go, I'm not eating on Zoom. Gary goes, well, they told me to do it, so I'm doing it. Don't listen to everybody. Well, otherwise it would have meant also eating at like 530, but, you know, it's a little, little That's early. what I so, do. Yes, I, would. I ate well, at 5. That's what you do, yeah. Yeah, I ate at 5. Let me tell you something. I like eating at 5. I'm trying to push my wife to a regular 5 o'clock dinner time. And she goes, we can't become your parents. I said, I think it's too late for that. That's so early. That's so early. But I'm in bed by yeah, 8. I'm watching my shows. And, you know, we eat early. We get up early. Our day is yeah. end early. Understood. What time are you eating dinner, Robin? I bet you're eating around 5. I'm like, if I make it to 5, that's a good day. There you go. You're, I'm salivating at 4.30. <laughs> oh, my God. I chewed up my... Beth, last night, she ate a fucking quarter of a key lime pie. I don't know what? where she puts it. She is ripped. She ate one-fourth of a key lime pie. And that was her dinner? No. She had a she had big more salad. But what she what does she do? She doesn't eat all day, number one. She should be the president of Weight Watchers. She doesn't eat all day. <laughs> she's so dizzy by dinner, she's almost unconscious because on top of that, she does hydro every day, and then she walks at least six or seven miles. Jeez. She gets down to that dinner. She's dizzy. <laughs> There's no conversation going on. It's pure. It's like... <laughs> it's like watching Gary on Christmas party. You know, listen, we used to have the Christmas party in person. I wouldn't be sitting there watching Gary eat. I go no, on Zoom. He wouldn't be almost in his mouth either because there's not a camera on him. I saw those chickens going into that mouth. I was like, oh, they. <laughs> it was like that walk to death row. And everyone goes, your, the chamber. Everyone goes, Howard, give a speech. Okay, okay. You know, guys, I just want to say from the heart. Oh, my God. What is going Why is he eating during this speech? And he's staring at me like I'm like I'm like uh, Johnny Carson or like, you know, like like it's a TV show he's watching. I was like, I can't believe Gary's eating. on. It's like I would never eat on Zoom ever. It's a bad look. That's just and I'm saying that as a friend. Well, I'm not trying will to will not that. happen again. I, I agree. All right. I agree. Yeah. OK. All right. Not even fucking trying to make make a bit here. It's just from the heart. I got it. And I was wrong yesterday, and I edited the show so you would feel better, and I would feel better, because I don't feel that way about you. In fact, your gift of allegiance, the box set, is turned into something good. <laughs> so you were right. <clears throat> but why not even put your hand over the camera while you're chewing? <clears throat> like, you know what I mean? That's what I would have done if I had <clears throat> to eat during the Christmas party. Oh, he's starting to look like he's going to cry here. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Start. I'm fine. Oh, I'm just, okay. I, 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 it's better not to not to answer questions. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, <laughs> smart move. <laughs> Meanwhile, what have you heard about Chris and his boyfriend breaking up? You usually have the inside scoop. Uh, nothing, although I did get wind. I think on the Christmas party, we were in one of the breakout rooms, and somebody said something about it, and he casually said, well, that's over. And we were like, why? He's like, ah, I don't want to talk about it right now. So I don't, I, uh. I think it's been over for um, probably since the last time you guys talked on the air. Wait a Chris, Did that have anything to do with it? After you bottomed for that guy, he broke up with you? It, you know, Howard, it, it got really ugly, and I don't even know how much I, I guess talk about Can I guess? It. Just tell me yeah, if I'm right. go ahead. Yeah. All right. I got a theory. Okay. The guy was still living with his ex-boyfriend, from what I could tell. And I said to you on the air, when you were over there in Panama, or Colombia, wherever you were, I said to you, Hey, Chris, what do you mean the guy's still living with his ex-boyfriend? Uh-huh. I smell trouble. Uh-huh. And you were like, no, 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 no. You don't understand, blah, blah, blah. And I went, love is blind with this character right here. I'm yeah. telling him something's up. Am I close? You are in the goddamn building, my friend. I will tell you mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we told him that right that day that we learned yep. that he was living it's, it's with nothing, you know, that Robin it's said it too. I didn't see and I didn't know and I didn't see was coming down the pipe. But I'm still shocked. Is it the pipe or the, the pike? It's, it's coming I, down I, the no, pipe. I was thinking that. But uh what is it, maybe Robin? it's the pipe feel, with Chris. <laughs> For me, oh, with Chris it's, it's a pipe. He's coming down the pipe. I get it. Like like your cock is yeah. a pipe. I got it. <laughs> the pipe, yes, okay, the yeah. cock. All right. And, and, you know, I've, I really don't want to get into all of it because now the whole thing is I'm being accused of I just used him for airtime and I better take oh down God. every single no. picture we have together. Meanwhile, he's following like all of a sudden we break up and he's following all these hot guys who also happen to be fans of our show. So you tell me, you know, that he like who you being who? mentioned on yeah. the exactly, exactly. So I'm very sad. I'm angry, but I'm also very sad because I really did love him. And uh, you know, how did he break up with you? Really like, rough... Did he go? What did well, he I say to you? With, I broke up with him because I found out information about you know what you were just talking about. New information came to light that he knew before I even traveled over there. Which, you know, I said, "Listen, I'm not comfortable with this, and this draws. You know, it's this is a line I'm not going to cross, and I don't like what's going on with this situation." And I don't think we can be together anymore if this is the case. And it was a long conversation. We hung up. We were sort of talking here and there. Uh, I thought maybe we might rekindle something. We might come to an understanding. And then, I don't know, I stopped hearing from him. He took all our pictures off of social media. Mm-hmm. And he messaged me a few days later. He goes, I want to ask you a favor. I, I don't want any association with you. I want wow. all our pictures down. Uh, you know what you did. You just used me. It was all sort of a projection and a, a way of making me look like the bad guy when all I really ever did was love him and celebrate him. And, um, are you back it's, to it's being down? Sad. Are you back to being down on gay love? You always were. Yeah. You, you know, Howard, it's, 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 these things always end this way. And they always end with, you know, everyone's blocking. Everyone's so in love and they're so into each other. And it's this great, amazing thing. And the sex is amazing. And yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then you find out there's a ton of dishonesty. There's a ton of red flags that you ignored. And now, like, I, I blocked him on all social media. He's blocked me on all social media. And I'm very sad. Do you think, I, do you think in a way, 
because um, Ralph and I were talking about you the other day. We were doing oh, the no. wrap-up. <laughs> and we were talking about how, like, he even said to you, slow down, Junior. You know, you're carrying yeah. on. You're in love. You're posting pictures. Mm. You're, you know, <laughs> well, like, maybe part start. Of the, part of the posting pictures, though, was he was so insecure. And we were insecure about each other, but he was so insecure that I was running around like some playboy in New York. Meanwhile, with COVID, I'm not going anywhere. That right. he wanted people to see him. He wanted me to see, put him on my, my social media so people saw I was taken. And he right. wanted me talking about him on the air so people knew I was taken. So this whole thing of you used me, you're talking about me, your stupid show, whatever he was saying. Stupid. He, he wanted uh, all stupid. of this. He's right. He's right. I can't. I agree. That. It's extremely yeah. stupid, but. <laughs> extremely dumb. Yeah. It just, you know, it, it it these tables were turned on me in such a way that really I felt were unfair. And the issues that I asked him to deal with, this was sort of his way of just not dealing with those things and putting it all on me. And I, I think that's very unfair. Are you on the apps yet? Or are you still sad that you can't date? Or are you on the apps looking for a new boyfriend? I'm somewhere Be in between. Because, you know, when he... When he got rid of my pictures and started adding all these guys on Instagram, I'm like, oh, well, then this motherfucker's already, you know, in my mind, I'm like, he's already looking to play with someone else, so why shouldn't I? So I went on a few of these apps, but I'm not really enjoying it. You know, I still have points in my day, moments in my day where I see something, and I want to send it to him, and I want to I want to talk to him about it. I want to, or I go through my old pictures, and there's like a dozen pictures of us. And it makes, even though I'm angry with him, and even though I know that relationship couldn't work out, won't work out. I'm it it saddens me because I really love the guy. You know, going to Panama was not something I wanted to do. I was All very right, now tell the truth. to do that. Is Panama is Panama really great or is it shitty? I love Panama. No, I won't knock it. I really I had okay. a great time there. Uh I don't know if I drink the tap water again, but I, <laughs> I, I loved it. No, it was beautiful. We had that All right. we had an amazing vacation, Howard. And like and how about a day later him, I come back and it's shit. How about him naming your penis Cosita? I mean I, I missed that. Oh, if that, that ever yeah. happens again. Yeah. No, gonna be someone else is gonna be Cosita now. Yeah, I bet you he's <laughs> like telling some cosita. other dude. Cosita. He'll be calling somebody else Cosita, yes. Yeah. Well I'm sorry I'll to never hear have, that. You know, I'll never have that again. I'll never have Cosita. I love you, Cosita. That beautiful yeah. Cosita, my God. Or I wake up, <laughs> oh my God, Cosita was so angry this morning. My God, I miss that. Yeah. He was a beautiful boy, you know? And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very depressing. Gay dating is very depressing. So Do you jerk what? off at all thinking about him, or are you done with that too? I have. No, I have on occasion. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm moving That's on bad. to other things. That's bad. I don't I, think I, I want to do date. I don't think I want to date. A, and I hate to say this. I hate to generalize. But I've just had really bad experience dating Latino men. I, I don't think I'm going to do it again. It's ah, that's we're, not just, right. we're just not compatible. It, Come on. It, there, there's too much passion. There's too much uh, a jealousy. There's, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I, I think I'm it's not going to do that statement. anymore. It's a blanket I statement. know. I know, well, this is now the perfect Latino time man. for the right Latino man to walk in. A lot of Latino Here's men now are very for. upset that you're not dating them. Here's what I'm looking for, and it can be a Latino man. I'm looking for a guy that's going to treat me right. I'm looking for a guy that's got something going on, that's successful, that has a job, that has ambition, okay? 
And well, then and, you're describing right. you're describing Ronnie Mund. So there you go. <laughs> I I date Ronnie. <laughs> All right, you got something going on. <laughs> so anyway, well, long, long story. For one short, last hot time, dudes, here is hot dudes message me. <laughs> here's Cosita. Oh my God! Look at your Cosita. Cosita, you make me crazy. Crazy. Cosita, I need to be in your ass. Cosita, I want to play with your Cosita. Cosita. While I suck your dick, I go and stick the dildo up your ass. <laughs> I'm gonna miss that voice. I'll tell you that. I, not that guy. You. The voice. Yeah. Um, Camille, you're Hated on here. Thanks, Chris. Well, there's your update. Uh, yes, I'm Camille. I'm sorry that happened, Chris, and it ended so badly. It's yeah. a gay life, Rob. Hey. It's a lie. Hi, hi, Howard. I, I just want to tell you. First off, I absolutely adore you. You guys are the best, but. As I was driving, I found out you guys, you censored your um, rant at Gary. Yeah. And it was very upsetting because I've been a listener for about, I know, for about 30 years. And I have literally gotten into arguments, cursing matches, and I was about to punch this guy in the face because he called me an Uncle Tom over you guys because I'm a black woman and I defend your show, right? And I'm like... (laughs) I fight for your your right and your freedom and our, you know, you just say whatever you want. And then I find out you censored it and you kept it from us. So I was I so let me Let me explain, Camille. Like, let me explain. Let me explain. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's what happened. First of all, it's become a thing now. My, um, my two brother-in-laws were talking yesterday. And my brother-in-law, Doug, said, I was up early. I got to hear Howard's full Gary rant. <laughs> And Dave, my other brother-in-law, said, shit, he edited it. I want to hear the full rant. Everyone loves when I get truly fucking worked up over Gary. But here's the problem. Right. I felt so bad afterward because I really do care about Gary, and I love Gary. I do. Absolutely. But I know how much, you know, even I love pointing out what's wrong with Gary, you know, (laughs) And what really... But I what you were such... doing isn't what's wrong with Gary. It right. was this... No, I understand, but you, but you, down. you cut it out. So, so I couldn't, I couldn't live with myself. So and Gary behind. And Camille. And I couldn't hear it. Yeah, Camille, Gary even said to me, Howard, please leave it up. I can take it. I'm, uh, you know, See? it wasn't his fault. <laughs> I felt, I felt bad. I was like, I don't think I can get through the rest no. of my day. If I hurt but, Gary that the, much. But when we did, when we miss it, and, and like I said, I've been I following know. you guys and, and defending you guys for 30 years. And I'm like, I, but you I know, feel like we got cheated. Camille, you did get cheated. You know, yes. you know who um, started <laughs> oh all God. this? It was really Jimmy Kimmel. Here's what happened. I okay. was on vacation minding my own business. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. sends me a picture, a text. <laughs> And uh, it's a text of uh, the radio and what it says on the Sirius XM radio. It said, Gary is annoying. He goes, you want to hear a funny story? I'm in the car with my daughter and she's learned how to read. And she said, I want to hear that song because they turned the radio down when the kids in the car. And, 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 and Gimme goes, what song? And the kid says, Gary is annoying. I want to hear the song. <laughs> and... <laughs> I said, Jimmy, I'm going to have to write a song. Gary is annoying. So all of a sudden I said, you know, it's probably good for Gary in, in the long run for me to correct him and teach him as the way I've always mentored him. 
and really kind of try to help yes, him in life. Repeat after me, right? <laughs> yeah, and then Gary sent me this horrible gift, and it was just a big waste of time. And I was just like, "Oh, there's Gary trying to be funny," and it was just annoying. And I and, and it lit my fuse. It lit my fuse, and I did walk around very angry about it. And my wife calmed me down. No, but that's part of what we love so much. And Gary knows know. what's happening. He knows it's no, part he of the show. No, he doesn't. Gary doesn't know what's happening. What are you talking and then about? When I get to where, and being Gary's three clueless. hours behind, and when I get no, I, to where I, I'm I, going, I re-loop the show. Hold you on, know, Camille. I do have to say, this is Gary. I do love. I do love yes. when people say Gary Gary's, knows it's Gary's okay. Gary's fine. Gary knows it's all fun. No, I'm not. Just some days I'm Gary not, doesn't know. No, I'm not. That's right. I'm Gary's not a good sport. The harshness. I'm not just defending Gary. the harshness, but what I'm trying to defend is the listeners who who want to hear it. <laughs> I know. I even know. It was fair. so even vicious. Horrible. Even though it's horrible, and you cut it out, you censored it. That's Please my argument. Well, let me. You know, in in defense of the censoring. You mm-hmm. don't know what it does to Howard. That's right. You're oh, acting yeah, as you. if Howard it. goes away and he doesn't have any repercussions from this. It's horrible. No, I know. He did feel really bad. And I heard the show yesterday. And I, I understand. But I was like, how much of it was censored? You know? So a I'm lot. Like, but like I said, I, took I out, literally. I took out me calling him a cunt. I took out. Show, uh, I, I took out a lot of personal stuff. I, I was very personal in my vicious attack of Gary. Yeah, which was. Not about the gift. It was just ridiculous. I certainly don't want to ever censor a show, but I had to censor myself because I felt so. And I tell you what, I still love you guys. I, like I said, I I, I have, I have, uh if, if Gary screws up again, I will play it on a loop as a special. He will be corrected <laughs> and, and taught how to behave. It should be well, on by Memorial Day then. When you, yeah. How about this? When, you're, when you guys are on vacation, how about when you're on vacation? You play the show uncensored. Mm. Oh, my God. I don't know. I just felt so bad. <laughs> Robin hit it on the head. I know. <laughs> I just was like, you know what? Gary thinks I don't like him, and I do, and I love Gary, and I'm super Gary loyal knows. to Gary. Yeah, he Gary... really suffers the rest of the day for your entertainment. Gary. <laughs> I love how this is about Howard suffering Howard now. So much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gary I, caused me. I was mad at Gary yesterday for causing me suffering. Here's how I, Howard, here's how I knew that there was something up yesterday. I mean, I listen, I felt it. I really felt it. But, you know, Robin, you know, can be one of those people who piles on. And Robin was at one point, she goes, Howard, you may want to take some of these things back. You, you know, you may want to slow it down. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, if Robin's coming to defend me, this must be bad. Have you ever, like, turned on the news and see some news organizations actually blur the beheading videos because <laughs> right. it's a bit too much? Yesterday was a beheading video, and uh, I, 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 I just felt bad, Camille. I'm sorry I did that. I, I, I don't like to do no, that. I don't okay. like any. Hey, I like I said, I will. I, I've, I've been a listener since I was a teenager, and I've, I will. And my kids listen, and anybody who gets in my Thank car, you. and uh, like I said, I've, I will never stop listening to you guys. You know, and what's with your black friends calling you an Uncle Tom for listening to our show? A lot of oh, black yeah. people listen oh, to our yeah. show. Especially, what, what is that all about? Well, I know that. I know that. But especially years ago before, you know, people, it, they were just super sensitive. And it was the crowds that I was hanging around. And, you know, right. I already get spoken to the way I do because I speak proper English. So, um, <laughs> um, oh, I you get know, it. I, okay. I, I get I got, it. I get it. I get called an Uncle Tom and all this other stuff. And I was like, you know what? If you don't understand humor and you don't understand freedom of speech, then, you know, you can go fuck yourself. So I've literally, you know, I will defend the show and I will defend, especially I've had to defend Robin because um, as a black woman myself, 
I understand getting treated a certain way because you don't act a certain way and you're not. Robin's not black. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I got to go. Thank you, though. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. I thought you were an American Indian. You told me. (laughs) (laughs) Camille. Thank you, Camille. She's lovely. She blew my whole cover. Right. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of racist people listening to this show. We can't have that out there. (laughs) Yeah. How dare you? (laughs) Right. Robin. um, Yeah. I did censor the show yesterday because I was I was feeling so bad about Gary. So I admit it. I come clean. If you missed it, listen. Maybe that's the point. You got to listen live if you want to hear the uncensored version. But Gary, no. everybody listening has had that thing they wish they could take back. Right. That By the way, to someone they love. And it caused problems in their lives and it caused pro- they didn't feel good afterward. That is the exact emotion, the whole, well, you know, basket right. of emotions that were going on. You're right, because even these so-called like late night shows, they're supposedly like tricky into thinking they're live. They tape ahead of time and they edit. So, yeah. You know, we're on live. So if I blow up at Gary when, when my intention was only to teach him and mentor him <laughs> into being a, 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 a proper young adult, I, Yesterday, uh, you were doing a wind-up. That's when I said, Howard. <laughs> oh, I was, I was out of my mind. You are going yeah. to regret this. Yep. Yep. No, you were right. I should have listened to you, but it was, I couldn't. I tried to listen, but I couldn't. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a bunch of fan mail, and I know I wanted to get to it today because it's getting old. But here, I'll, I'll sum it up in three seconds. Give me three seconds. Um a lot of the fans thought I was too hard on Gary. One fan thought it was nice of me to apologize. Um, Marianne from Brooklyn was out of control yesterday. She called the wrap-up show and said that she would stop listening and stop being a super fan if I didn't uh, stop uh, talking about Gary or something, or if I hadn't apologized. No, if you fired me. If you fired me. Oh, if I me. fired uh, Well, that's not a super fan. Uh if I fire Gary, you will have to. If you're a super fan, you don't question me, Marianne. Howard, I was so sick over it yesterday, no, the way you no, are. No. And you said, wait, you said in life you would never fire anybody. And Benji has been in there. That's not true. Terrible I would you, fire people never... if they did. That's wrong. I don't feel okay, comfortable well... firing people. And normally, I try to find someone else to do it. But if I have to, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> but Howard, Gary didn't do anything that was fireable. That was my point. I had I a bad day yesterday, Howard. I was so worried about Gary, worried about you, worried about Beth. And then I also want to clarify something about Chris. I wasn't, I didn't intend to be homophobic. What I did intend to mean was like, he likes to kiss your ass. That was my point about him I hear you. sucking your All right. not, not a gay act, uh, uh, more of a kiss ass act. So I want yeah, to clarify. A lot of that. mail came Howard. in about Marianne from Brooklyn. A lot of people felt she was being homophobic. Phobic, Marianne. Uh, here's a couple of letters. Marianne has to slow her roll. She's becoming more and more annoying, and Chris is hilarious. Uh, Marianne is the fucking worst. She's a touch smarter than Bobo, but a hundred times less entertaining. Fuck her steamroller dumb shit calls. Chris did not deserve that homophobic rant from Marianne. She owes him a sincere apology. 
Um, you know, listen, I'm I don't think Marianne. To anybody that felt uh, that it was a homophobic, a homophobic slam, but I do go on a, a roll because I feel like you'll hang up on me, so I get pent up and want to get out because I really didn't doctor now first, so that like pushed my button big time. All right, enough of that. Now, uh, moving on. <laughs> She said, I'm always afraid you're going to hang up on me, and then I hang up on her. So, right. <laughs> yeah. um, what else? So anyway, Chris Wilding, um, Marianne is saying she didn't mean it as homophobic. Uh, I didn't quite hear the apology, but uh, good enough. I don't, I don't think she meant it, but if you, I guess if you string it all together, it can sound somewhat homophobic. Uh, let's see. Here it is. You must be such a lousy that nobody comes back I proclaim today, January 25th, 2021, National Lousy Suck Dick Day. And guess who could be the president? You could, Chris. You're hanging out with that Chris Wilding. Ooh, that's a bad combination. If that's not too mean, girls, you were never this mean, Mouth. I got you adopted now, and that ball-licking, ass-kissing, lousy dick sucker knows it. Well, I don't wow. think Marianne is homophobic. Honestly, I think... She just sounds like she's homophobic. That's right, yeah. It... <laughs> she said... I don't know. I don't know. It's... I don't think she is. That's all. I don't have any evidence of that, but. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, for the record, Marianne licks balls and sucks dick, too. Yeah. Or I think she sucks dick. I don't know if I she mean, licks she balls. Had to do it at some point, right? I think her point was that Chris is bad at sucking dick. But that she has a problem with But that's with also it. homophobic. Hmm. All right. Well, in any case. I mean, the she break, was saying, basically, that he couldn't keep a boyfriend because he was a bad dick sucker. Oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she better call back and explain all that. <laughs> all right. Um, what else? Oh, over the break, we aired a two-week Best of 2021 special on Howard 100 and Howard 101. A lot of people loved it. Best interviewed moments from the year, blah, blah, blah. Uh, musical guests alone in the special were blowing my mind. This is a letter. Metallica, Foo Fighters, Coldplay, David Crosby, Tom Morello, uh, Billy Joel, Ed Sheeran, Paul McCartney, Mick fucking Jagger. What a year. Uh, somebody else wrote from the year in review, Seth Rogen's appearance was one of the funniest of the year. Definitely worthy of being featured in the 2021 special. Um, hey, I forgot, Howard, that Arsenio Hall was on the show this year. He was a home-run guest. Thank you for replaying. He was great. Um, Howard, I love the moment when Courtney Cox admitted it was hard for her watching everyone get Emmys but her. I'm, I'm angry for her. That's what it says here. Apple's feuds with Ronnie this year made the best of list. Everyone loved them. Thumbs up to Apple's for all the times he riled Ronnie up. Ronnie is an uneducated boar who can barely speak English. Oh. Well, hey, these are the fan. These are the fan letters. <laughs> they think you can be me. <laughs> Howard loved the year in review, especially Sal. I totally forgot. Twenty twenty one started with Sal communicating with squirrels. What a nut! Yeah. By the way, I think Sal wrote me a thank you note where he said it was it was a sign. 
my my gift to him was a sign of something, you know, mm. like something was going on in his life. And then my gift showed up and and this was some kind of sign to him. What a douche. <laughs> I said, geez, you can't douche. even send him something through the mail. Everything's a sign. It's not a sign. Robin decided to send you a gift. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a sign. Every coincidence is a sign. Howard, the entire two-week special could have been all about Sal's craziness. He talked to squirrels and cardinals. His doctor dropped him because he creeped her out. He said he watches porn with his brother-in-law. He got <laughs> pee shy. He got pee shy on October. And I'm sure I'm forgetting a few things. Howard, uh, thank you so much. Um, there's so much going on with Sal this year. I loved it. I forgot this was the year you caught him lying about his grade point index. What an idiot. Oh, that's right. That happened this year, too? Yep. I was all in this year. A big year for Sal. <laughs> yeah. I'm an idiot. Uh, people enjoyed Neil Young also on their list. Another outstanding interview. Love Neil Young. Could listen to you and Neil all day long. That's nice. Um, Neil was great. He was open and free. Oh, up for discussing anything. Yes. Yes, he was. Great guy. Um, Neil also made a joke about Trump being a uh, great bass player. Donald right. Trump is a great bass player. <laughs> um, I, 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 Howard, I thought Neil was really being for real with Donald Trump's bass playing skills. Nice to see him having fun today. And it was fun. It was fun. Very. Very there much you go. So. On, on and on and on. I want to get to the fan. The fans bothered to write us, so I did want to read that to you. Also, Robin, we should end with American Auto. 